$5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GAME to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This episode of An Unexpected Podcast is brought to you by Todd Yancey. Thank you. Hello, friends, and welcome to An Unexpected Podcast. I'm Ez. And I'm Lane. And we're talking Tolkien. We're coming to you from the Shire of America, the beautiful state of Ohio, and a little village called Amanda. And uh, this week we are talking about Chapter 11, A Knife in the Dark. Yeah. Don't be afraid. We'll make it through. We're in this together. We are. Yeah. We're a fellowship, you know? Well, we're starting to become that, aren't we? We are. We've got good company. We are. Um, Let's just dive right into Quick Counsel. (sighs) What are we we waiting for? No. What what are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? (laughs) Well, we're waiting for the 15 intros that we jacked up, but... uh, that's okay. We're hey, but we're having fun, though, aren't we? We are. We are. Yeah. Can I start with a disclaimer? Sure. In yeah. uh, in our quick council here. So I just kind of want to apologize up front, guys. Not really apologize. I, I just want to let you know what's going on with me, okay? Sure. So today was my last day of school. Uh, this last week, my brain has been mush. Um, so anyone who's a teacher, they, they understand that feeling. I'm also still kind of like slightly concussed, I think. Uh, played in a match last weekend and uh, was going to poach a ball or was in a ruck. I don't even really remember. And somebody's head hit my head pretty hard. And um, so I've had some headaches this week. I'm trying to stay away from screen time and whatnot. And, uh, but anyway, I'm feeling a little, uh, yeah, you are a little out there. So, but, but I'm going to rely on my brother, Ezra Kirk to Mm -hmm. uh, wear me like a Frodo backpack and march me Sam wise all the way up to the top of Mount doom or, uh, in, right. in a more, uh, uh, I'll do that in a more relevant analogy. Maybe you know, wear me like a J.R. Smith backpack and LeBron me all the way to the finals. I don't know. Holy smokes! So I'm <laughs> I'm counting on Ezra today. He's gonna be my my Bill the Pony, and I'm gonna be his you know, little his his companion. Okay, <laughs> guys, there is something off today with with Lane. I I don't with me. Well, you're concussed, a little dude. Bit. That's what, I'm what was up with you earlier. I don't know. Well, well, I was fine. We couldn't figure it out. I honestly think... Anyways. Quick counsel. Ezra, quick how are counsel. you doing? I'm doing wonderful, and I... Um, wonderfully. You're doing wonderfully. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> and 
guys, we have literally been been all over the place today, but we are excited to be to, to, to be back. I think the one thing I wanted to say is if it has felt like longer than a fortnight. Yes, it has. And that is a little why that's that's kind of yes, why I'm out of sorts. It's why mm-hmm. it's taken us 15 times to get into this episode. Um, I don't know. Even you and I normally converse more in those 14 days than we have. Yeah, these past. Yeah. I'm serious. I don't know. You know, that's on me. I'm sorry, but I mean, it is. It's your fault. But right. we'll we'll all get over it. I I think maybe a full moon is also in play here. Um, also, like it's also interesting. The last two, or well, I guess this time and previous, we've recorded right before the episode comes out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that makes a difference too. It does. Before we were staggered, we would record, and then the next week it would come out, and then we would record in the middle of the fortnight, kind of a deal. Yeah, but we're practicing recording and then releasing it right away mm-hmm. to yeah. anticipate you know this whole weekly episode thing and it's just kind of it's different dude it is it's very different very different it's yeah. throwing us off but yeah. but anyways yeah. i just want to say it's it's it has felt like you know that um it's been a long time since we've been together and so i miss you man i miss you and i'm glad that we're back i'm yeah. and I'm, I'm i'm ready to go um you've worn your first lord of the rings t-shirt yeah i got podcasting. this i got this off of uh, busted tea it's kind of hilarious because um, i bought you like five t-shirts that you've never worn so yeah this one just is trouble soft in paradise and it, and it feels good oh wow so i don't know what you're buying but it's <laughs> garbage no i'm just just kidding i'm not crying um no we're both wearing uh green dragon yeah um t-shirts tonight so yeah, that's right that is our fellowship hashtag fellowship friday by the way i didn't have time to post it but that's what that is yeah so here yes. you go uh how about I mean, anything else though quick counsel in your life you're you you've uh everything's wrapped up at school yeah you're ready for the summer yeah i'm ready cool. for it we're gonna tramp some. We're gonna get out on the on the dusty trail and do some tramping. And some yes, we are. I know. Yeah. Get, you got a good. Excuse me. Jeez. Got a good backpack. Yeah, I don't know. A if good it's water the, supply. Yeah. Um, okay. We're gonna so. be gone for like hours at a time, so you're gonna need to bring some some vittles. All right. You're gonna snacks. To, you're gonna have to tell me. You're gonna have to tell me what I need. You know. Well, I don't know. I don't know you. Oh. And your okay. personal needs. Oh, okay. You're gonna well. have to. Wow, I need a handkerchief. I know that. I There's definitely no, need a uh, handkerchief. You can bring your mother's doily if you'd like. <laughs> okay. That's about it. That's fine. Perfect. Yeah. Um, okay, I think that's it. for Honestly, the first part of this um, you know, episode is probably going to be a little short because we, we're short on news. We're short on a lot of different things. Yeah, I mean, so. there's not a whole lot going on. So let's um, jump into dropping eaves. And, and let's do it. What do you have? I mean... Um, well, so the Young Aragorn show obviously is the direction the the Amazon... TV series is going to take and you know at first we were kind of well me especially I was kind of like I don't know I don't know the more and more I think about it the more and more I remember here's something that I'm at fault I I forgot a lot about all the details of his early life mm-hmm. Aragorn's life is so eventful it's so packed there's so much going on and the more I've been like okay let's remember let's get back to you know when i first fell in love with lord of the rings and was obsessed and studied everything about aragorn let's get back in there and and right. rediscover some of those details of his of who he is as our one of our biggest biggest heroes in middle yep. earth and it, i've just been like can't wait to see that moment yep can't wait to see that moment i hope yep. they do this um so not a whole lot of like solid updates that i've seen you know pj is still kind of in discussions will, will peter jackson return you know what role will weta have mm-hmm. are they going to film in new zealand and guys these are these are questions that we're going to have to get answered pretty soon because it's coming out next year now i'm guessing it'll probably be in the fall yeah right, mm-hmm. right. of 2019 right. and they also have that clause thing of two years or whatever it is where they've they've got to get it produced 
within that time period or they lose the rights. Right. So that's something we've kind of glossed Do over in the really? future. Yeah. Okay. There, there's a, there is a timetable for them to get the first season or couple seasons um, underway hmm. or wow. that deal slips through. So they can't just, they couldn't acquire the rights and just sit on them is what I'm saying. Uh, and they've always been projected for that 2019. But I mean, dude, what is it? We're halfway through 2018. Right, we are. Uh, I don't know who's directing these episodes. I don't know who young Aragorn is. I don't know where they're filming. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping New Zealand. We, we'd have a lot of answers, but there's still a lot of stuff that we don't know yet. So thankfully, you know, um, they're going to be pulling from resources that have been around forever. Right. Right. And, and even within within Weta, I mean, they still have a lot of stuff that if they use if they use his ranger sword again, it's there. If they're going to keep true to the films, they know what Narsal looks like. Uh, they sure. know what Rivendell looks like. Yeah. They have some of those set pieces still around that they'll just be recycling and stuff like that. Um, so that won't take as much upfront production, I wouldn't imagine. Yeah. Um, but anyway, still some stuff they got to get going kind of quickly. Yeah, for and, sure. And film. So I mean, well, for example, even in, even in like the Star Wars verse, we know. Gosh, I mean, mm-hmm. five six years ahead, who's directing what and who's you know yeah. projects that, that 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 are in the works now. Yeah. So maybe this is a new thing, and so they're they're still kind of figuring all that out. They probably do know more, right? Than than, than I'm we, sure they do. I mean, right, I'm sure they do. Well, released, we'll just wait but, for the One Ring dot net to to tell us, right? Because they've got all the insiders. They've stolen all our. Do they have spies. all spies? All of them? I don't think they do. There's one, There's one or two that you and I have in our back pocket. Yeah, that's right. And, and we're keeping them very secretive too. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's, that's pretty much about it. I, was, I wanted to ask you because yeah. I saw a picture on, oh, there's this cool Instagram page I follow. It's called Amanda Tolkien Edits. Okay. Which I think her name is Amanda, but it's funny because we're in Amanda. Right. That's and uh, it's, it's a very, like, <laughs> it is. that's not a very common name. No. Um, but uh, they posted a picture and I'll share that in a second or I can share it first mm-hmm. so you can have, have a think what moments are you most excited to see of Aragorn's young life would you like me to go first to give you some time to uh sure yeah okay yeah so they posted a picture of a younger Viggo Mortensen next to Arwen and she kind of edited oh, in a way with like their yeah, starlight yeah. and the quote she does these beautiful edits with quotes too and it said do you remember when we first met Wow. And I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, I went back to that bridge scene in Rivendell, which is one of my favorite scenes. It's the most romantic scene I think I've ever seen in a film. It's beautiful. It's tasteful. Right. It's deep. It's intimate. It's right. And it, dude, you watch them and you're like, Viggo Mortensen and Liv Tyler, they're in love. <laughs> they're in love. They're making babies somewhere. They've got to be. Uh, they're, they're in love. Um, and and that, that, that line, she says in Elvish, do you remember when we first met? And he says... I thought I had strayed into a dream. Wow. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I, I'm yeah. getting chills right now thinking about it. Yeah, that is, that, that is a moment. That's a moment we have the opportunity to see now that will link to those movies, that will make that moment even more real, help that be fleshed out even more. That you know, They'll, they'll be able to put emotion and, um, and, and passion into that scene that will just inform that scene on the bridge. Yeah. So that was one I thought, I'm like, okay, um, that will be an incredible moment to experience that that first time that that Aragorn meets uh, Arwen that that initial meeting and like you know what's the expression on his face uh, what's what's her reaction um, I don't, it, that would be honestly so be, cool to see 
Yeah, because because you have that moment that you know, uh, there's such uh, nostalgia there mm-hmm. with with the films and things. Exactly to see that go back and and how would that come, you know, to fruition is yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. So, I, I, I guess to, too though is it um, we have to cast a younger? Do we have to cast a younger? Got to. Aragorn? Oh, um, definitely. Yeah, we got to cast younger Aragorn, right? Right. So, so okay. He I'm goes just, like, right. Damn near sixty. Well, I don't know, man, because I, I mean, I thought Harrison Harrison Ford could have played young Han Solo. Stuff, well, he so could have. I don't know. I mean, Absolutely. You know what I'm just saying? I but, mean. Uh, so, okay. I mean, that's going to be interesting to kind of see. Yeah, those are all the announcements we're still waiting for, right? And yeah. Stuff. Yeah. So. We're on the edge of our seat, literally. Is it confirmed that it's Aragorn? A young... His, his, I mean, yes. Is it? Okay. Yes. Okay. I'm pretty sure. That's Well, that's all That's all. It's on the news anyway. I know. That's, that's all I, the reports we've gotten. Right, Unless I, you're thinking that's a big curveball. Is that what you think? Yeah. Kind of. Do but, you really? We yeah, haven't c- talked about this. Okay, this is interesting. So you think this is a, a conspiracy well, that know, we need to unmask? I maybe. Perhaps. Okay. I think people put stuff out there sometimes. I did. There's a lot. There's a lot of news. There's uh-huh. a lot of talk. There's a lot of whatever. I just kind of wondered to myself, like, what if it's all a what if it's all a yeah. facade? What if it's yeah. all something else? Okay. Okay. So and the reason I don't know. Sometimes I think they put feelers out there too, right? Let's see how this how feels. How popular it is. You sure, know what I mean? Sure. And are we, is this getting retweeted? Are people talking about it? What's the tone like in the, in, in the conversation? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just kind of wondered. You know? definitely, it seems to me like from everything I've read and, and seen people's reactions, they're getting a positive reaction for sure. I mean, they, 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 if they are doing a test, they did a good job to pick one of the most beloved characters. So, you know, I'm thinking like you, you would probably love to see the... Um, the the beginning and blossoming of Aragorn and Gandalf's friendship is that well, something you'd be interested in or no because it would ha- include Gandalf and then who do they cast do they bring yeah, McKellen back kind of you how know, do they handle that I actually would like to see that but because mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot too about his early life that I that I don't know and mm-hmm. I, I think one thing that would have been neat to me is to see um, like how young are we talking because when when I first mm-hmm. heard young Aragorn I kind of thought okay are we talking like shows up at you know um, with Elrond, you know, he's, he's, he's fostered there mm-hmm. at, uh, you know, that would be kind of neat. Or is it something where we see him? Um, what's the king? He's, 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 he's fighting with along a king. Yeah. Th- he Thingol or something like that. Uh, Thorong, uh, uh is his name when he fights with, yes, Theoden's father. Yes. There yes. you go. Yep. Um, that, that, that would be kind of neat. Um, but I do, I actually would like to see like all three of those things. So I'm kind of wondering like, well, it, how far is the series going to go? You know, we've are, talked we before see? about like maybe multiple actors playing Aragorn, right? Oh, yeah. Throughout his life. Yeah. Okay. I think of this is totally unrelated, but this is us. You have like four actors playing the same character, and they do such a good job of casting, like mm-hmm. a progression of one character that you can yeah. intercut through different timelines. Sure. You can jump back, you can jump forward, and it's seamless. And you're like, but yeah. My I, question is, do you do that all in one season, or do you have yeah. a season where you have a young, 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 you know, Aragorn, and then you've got the next season he's like well, maybe he's growing yeah. up in Rivendell versus... It sounds like they're going to do something different every season, is what we've okay. heard, right? Okay. It, it, it's like, this season is going to focus on Aragorn, the next one's going to be something oh, different. Oh, see, that's what... So, yeah. Really? Yeah, and I think I think it could be so interesting to... Wow. I don't know, man. The way the way these storytellers can weave threads throughout a character's life, mm-hmm. you could do that with Aragorn. You could jump yeah. all over the place. Sure. Um, I don't know. It would be a no, cool you could thing focus to see in on a different point of view. Yes. And then and then we've already seen his point of view. We've seen something else established in season one, but he could be a character that comes in and out. Yeah. Adding more whatever validity or just continuity 
to the next season. Right. Yeah. Season two is going to be about Gollum. So I'm joking. Wow. <laughs> Gollum's trip to the dentist. Great. That'd be great. He's going to be like an Elmo type figure. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so anyway, that's that's yeah. some some cool stuff to so, talk about. I mean, We're excited know, about it. Anyone who's, who's who's listening, let us know. Hit up the. Group. We want to know your thoughts. Yeah, hit, hit up yeah. the group and let us know yeah. which which you think it might be about. And you know, yeah. yeah. And if we don't read it on here, it's something to uh, we can discuss on the on, on the Facebook. Yeah. So yeah, on, on the books of um, face. That's right. Uh, there's no uh, new no more new news on the Tolkien biopic. We're just really, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of getting tired waiting, but. I'm ready for it. Let's do it. Let's get it out here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we'll We're still going on that date, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay, cool. We need to know, guys. I guess we should start the conversation. Where do you want us to eat before? We're both trying to eat a little cleaner. Healthy. Healthier. Yeah. So maybe um, watch the suggestions. will be like like McDonald's at 3 in the morning <laughs> or something. But let us know where you'd okay. like us to go eat before. And we can you know, live Facebook, all that stuff. We know it's very interesting to everyone. And uh, take you along on the journey with us. <laughs> yes. Um, so, so yeah, we'll keep one eye on that project, and uh, we'll update you with progress as it comes in. Um, so, in other corners of Middle Earth, we just did a we filmed a pop socket giveaway, our third pop socket giveaway. We know it's been a couple months, but yeah, uh, we finally got it. Um, uh, that means we've had 10, 20, 30 mm-hmm. uh, iTunes reviews, and we appreciate all those. It's very helpful for us. It's cool to hear what you think. And it, it's just a beautiful outpouring of positivity. We love you guys. Um, yeah. So uh, we actually have more. I think we have close to being able to do a fourth one. Yeah, I think we do. Um, so we'll, we'll do that quickly. Yeah, we'll, uh, the, next, this, this next, summer we'll, we'll come yeah. up with that. Uh, We're trying to do something month. different every time. Yeah, So the I first like time Ez was doing his, he was he was the wizard with his machine and, yeah. and did the, the randomizer. Yep. Um, the second time, Arwen, the Snuggly, right. which you remember, she chose the treat very carefully. That was linked to uh, of um, iTunes review. Yep. And then we just did one, which was really cool. and was also very different, yeah. involving a map and a ring. So uh, you know. And speaking of that map, yeah. I almost just like I, I would like people who are listening, you know, hop on that group. Let me know where you're at in Middle Earth right now. Like, like what? Do you, I, I know where we are in the in the series, but where is your headspace at okay. right now? Okay, I like that. You know, where where are you hailing from? I like you know? that. I just kind of think uh, it got, the reason this got me thinking. Do you remember the other day somebody shared in the group um, Ephraim that map? Created, yeah, wasn't it? The, oh, that's something else. No, I was. Yeah, well, that map was uh-huh, cool, right? Uh-huh. But then also the map where it showed the distance between it was like over the United States. Yeah, uh-huh. and it showed the distance and like just, yeah. Somebody said like Florida was was Mordor. Was Mordor. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of fitting actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's hot and it's crazy. Right, so, but yeah. I kind of kind of made me think like I was like you and I could see we were over in like. You know, Merkwood, we could mm-hmm. kind of see where we were at. So I just got me thinking, like, where is everybody? You know, I know where everybody like is, but like, like the that. idea of like, where are you from? Where you feel like you 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 belong? Yeah, you know, type of thing. Even like and, a, uh, like a season in your life. Yeah. Right. Like, what what mood are you in? Yeah. So so maybe somebody can start yeah. like a poll or like a thread or something, and we can yeah, kind of like have that. that discussion. I was just thinking it would be, be kind of cool. I. I'm I'm weird like that. I'm into that kind of like you know fantasizing that you're in that you're in a certain part of the. Why else do we read these books, man? That's right. That's absolutely right. Ephraim uh, made a cool post either in the group or the page. I can't remember. That was like you creating your own character within Middle Earth. I know that was really cool. Um, I really want to think about mine. That's why I haven't posted mine yet. I I want to take some time to put some meaning into it. Um, but we already have a few responses. That is really cool. Keep, well, that's going to blow up. That, that. That's going to yeah. blow up because that's the kind of thing when, that is going to help. Yeah. When, as you think about that, you know, th- you have to think about your origins, don't you? And right. where you're at in, yeah, in, that, some, in that verse. It takes some so, thought. Yeah. Yes. That's huge. Yeah. Um, 
But anyway, that pop socket giveaway, St. Ives of Scotland won. So congratulations, St. Ives of Scotland. Um, hopefully you can get us your information. We can get that pop socket sent to you. Yeah, shoot us a, a private message on, on Facebook or send us an email at anunexpectedpod at gmail.com and we'll, we'll get that uh, sent out to you for sure. And we love your soap. Um, we do. <laughs> uh, so we also have the poll results. Um, poll results? What am I, Canadian or something? <laughs> oh, eh? All right. Let's get into this next poll result, eh? Um, this was kind of a fun one. I thought, did you delete the percentage? What? No, I didn't. Yes, you did. What are you talking oh about? Oh my gosh. What are you talking about? You deleted my percentage, What's little What's the pinky. opposite of 50? So it would just be... I can't do that math as I'm concussed. Oh, yeah. Uh, so the poll Sorry. result, all right? 43%. Who was the real hero of chapter 10? Was it Nob or Strider? We had 35 votes, which mm-hmm. is... One of the lowest ones. People are busy. We understand yep, that. We, yep. Knob was 57% and Strider 43%. Right. Which we both agreed. I think we both voted for Knob, didn't we? Yeah, for sure. Mary, we wouldn't have a Mary anymore if it wasn't for Knob. No, he's clutch. Clutch. I mean, Strider gave us some information. He came through. Think of the ripple effect Knob oh, is having on this, oh, on this entire series. Knob uh, should be in our fellowship. Right. I'd bring him along. There you go. Actually, was he one of the names listed? Remember on the, on the group, there was that, uh, who would you oh, have in your fellowship? Right. I wonder if he was listed in there. Yeah. So anyways. Um, I don't remember. We'll have to ask Mike Upshaw if he put him in there. Yeah, yeah. We can go take a look after this. Yeah, there's so much out there, man. I know. There's so cool. much stuff. It's, it's like overwhelming. It's awesome. All right. Um, yeah, that's it. Is that it? We're ready for the reread. Guys, I think in record time, twenty six seconds, we are we are into the reread uh, this week. So this is well, be exciting. we know that we can ramble. We wanted to, to mix it up a little bit and get right into the text of Tolkien, the TT, mm-hmm. right? Well, and another thing before we hop into it, just real quickly, is that mm-hmm. we do have some things, some changes coming, and so like Lane and I have been just kind of thinking through uh, that whole process with with the podcast going forward. Got some awesome books coming out, so. We got a lot yeah. to think about. We'll talk more about that at the end of the podcast, but uh, yeah, there's just, it's been a weird, like we're getting into the summer mm-hmm. and uh, there's something in the air, man. There's a knife in the dark and there's something in the air. There's something, Ooh. I'm sniffing something, you know? Well, yeah, that might've been me. What's that? Sorry. <laughs> that uh, chicken's gone right through me. Sorry about that. Oh my God. Thanks for grilling that meat, by the way. Good night. <laughs> There's got to be a better way to say that. There's something going on. You're welcome. On. Okay. You're welcome. Here we go. Um, I like how this chapter opens as. Yeah, sure. Sure. It's worth it's like a it's like a um like a suspense like horror film opening. Mm-hmm. Very different. Very different from what we've had so Absolutely. far with our chapters are mostly just, you know, they pick up where the last one left off. They're pretty continuous. Right. We get a little a little something special here. We do. We do. Yeah. You want to walk us right into it? We should also yeah. say too, we didn't break this one up ahead of time. Uh, we don't have like, you know, the normal sections that we normally have. No, I think we're going to talk more in, in terms of, you know, you guys have read the chapter and we want to kind of just pull some, yeah. some of the bigger pieces out here yeah. because it, it is, the chapters will get bigger and bigger mm-hmm. as we go. Mm-hmm. And I think you got to kind of hone in on those, in those significant passages mm-hmm. uh, and, and pull out some of the, you know, the, the cool pieces and make connections and speculate if you can and, mm-hmm. and, and, and whatnot. So um, just real quick and recap, you know, yeah, sorry, I'm jumping the knife. No, you're fine. I just want to say last week, we, uh, a fortnight ago, we were talking about, we got introduced to, uh, well, we didn't really get introduced to him, but we had uh, uh, Strider, right. And we mm-hmm. had a good conversation with him as, uh, as Lane said earlier, you know, we had uh, Nob rescued our good friend, uh, Mary, and uh, we were able to kind of, we, we had a letter from Gandalf. We learned the true identity of, of, uh, of, of, of Strider and mm-hmm. uh, you know we make preparations to 
you know, hunker down and, uh, you know, get ready for the morning. That's right. So uh, they have a new ally in the sense they've, they've got Strider. He's ready to go. and um, Ready to go, man. So, so yeah. Now, this week, um, just sort of a quick summary here uh, for this chapter. We're back at, it starts off back at Crick Hollow. Uh, Fatty Bulger helps to sound the alarm. He is scared out of his mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess some shadows moving out there on the front lawn. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, we, then we jump back over to the... Um, you know, we, uh, the prancing pony and, and we are, you know, about to embark on, uh, we have to, we have to see this quest through. We have to get the ring to Rivendell and, and our good friend Strider is going to help us get there. There's, there's a couple events that take place at the prancing pony that, that delay them by three hours. Yeah. And, uh, and, and draw a lot of attention to themselves as well. Yeah. They get, they, they, right. And, and here's the other thing. This is kind of interesting. I was thinking about this today. Yeah. Just kind of came to me. In my ambled state of mind, um, but I was like, so what happened? We, we saw a lot of um, kind of blunders in the previous episode, yeah. And what we're seeing here is a lot of the consequences of those of those blunders. Yeah, it's really. I mean these 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 chapters are really starting to bleed together. Sure. Where before it was like, I mean, like Tom Bombadil can almost kind of be its own little story. Absolutely. You know, what I mean, the old forest, its own little thing. Right. Um, and so. We're really starting to see. Okay, this this story is a continuation now. We're we're on we're on this journey, and and it's going from one thing to another instead yeah. of just kind of these sidebar. Um, Absolutely, I don't know. I don't know. Not distractions, but just different types of adventures. That uh, is exactly right. Yeah. It's almost like too because you're gonna have. We're kind of jumping way ahead here, but you have these safe havens. Mm-hmm. In this first, in these first two books here, mm-hmm. the you know, Fellowship of the Ring, mm-hmm. got the these areas where. You know, our hobbits get to, and the story kind of like, okay, you know, we we take a we, breath, we, we take a breath right? Yeah. And I think that happened with with Tom Bombadil, yeah. And now sure. we're we're right back after, and you're right. So they start to kind of really have the consequences are seen in the next chapter, so on. There's a lot of connections back and forth. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I totally am starting to see that as well. Yeah. So pretty cool. Um, okay, so as we dive into uh, th- this this chapter here, let's start back at Crick Hollow. Yeah. Who would have thought, right? You I know. know. I mean, I, as you're reading, if you're reading this the first time, right? Like, like holy crap, we forgot about that. <laughs> right. Fatty Bulger, is he with them? Like, I, I, this is how I read books. I'm like, oh, wait. Okay, Fatty's and Brie? Like, what? No. No, Lane. <laughs> right, Come no. on, keep up. Well, you yeah. know, uh, so, so, so think about this. We've, do we know at this point in time how many writers are actually after them? No. Not really, right? No. We, we don't know how many there technically are. We're in the dark. We're that. in the dark, right? Okay. Um, Sorry. <laughs> but I think this right here would, would clue a reader into the fact that when we go back to Crick Hollow, I think we see three writers. Is that right? I could be wrong about that, but we'll get there in a second. Yeah. But definitely you see some some uh, the writer's presence there, mm-hmm. and you're realizing, well, they were just seen here. Mm-hmm. You start to kind of wonder, like, well, they're all over. There. How could they be clear back there and they're over? Right. They were just seen here in Bree. Right. Um, and then, then and then later in this chapter, they're, they're pursued very quickly. Mm-hmm. How fast can they move? Yeah. You know, where are they? How many are there? Are they teleporting? Right. There, there's a, there's just a it's lot just of crazy. It starts to make you really think like, Oh my God. Like, so we know the story, but I just, I sometimes I like to think back to, you know, and I can't wait till my niece is old enough to where I can kind of right. share these the stories first the first time. Oh my gosh. Cause right. that's just yeah. so like, and the questions that, 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 you know, people who read it the first time ask, it's just like, oh my gosh, it's such a great question. Yeah, it's reliving it for the first time. Yeah, and it makes you yeah. kind of, you know, see it. So, yep, absolutely. so anyways, we're, we're uh, you know, Fatty is, is, is freaking out. Uh, he opened the door cautiously and, and, and peered out, feeling a fear. 
uh, a feeling of fear had been growing on him all day. Yeah. Now, I want, <clears throat> I just, you know, guys, I, I freaking love, I love, I love this story. Because I know, it's beautiful. A feeling. Yeah. He has this feeling yeah. that's been growing on him all day long, mm-hmm. okay? Later on, they talk about, you know, at the end of this chapter, we are going to kind of jump around today because Lane's concussed. I think it feels it's that's the theme. Rattling around in there. So let me do it because it's a yep. it's a longer chapter yep. to make these tie-ins. At the end, we start to kind of ask, you know, at Weathertop and things, how oh. how can they see? Can they see? Mm-hmm. The the question is asked: Do they do they sense us? Do they smell us? Etc. Right. Yada yada yada. And it's a feeling, mm-hmm. and you get that from Fatty right out the gate here. Mm-hmm. So it just the attention to detail. Yeah, there. he ties everything together. It's he, it's, it's amazing. He's a master. And That's, it's, but it's not. It's it's so subtle too. Yeah. It's in ways that they plant. He plants seeds in your head, and then they they he waters them, and they grow. Yeah. Right. So, Crazy. So, so anyways, I just I thought that was interesting that he hasn't even seen anything right, but a feeling of fear had been growing on him all day yeah he's unable to go to rest uh to, to take a rest or to go to bed and that's a terrifying thing too i mean you, why though lane they've been gone for how many days right and, and then, so it's just this it's this almost uh inexplicable feeling have you ever had that before mm-hmm. like those feelings where it's like i don't know why i'm so anxious but i am yeah. And it grows throughout a day. Now, it's never ended with me, you know, with uh, black riders running around and saying, open in the name of Mordor. Right. But, you know, sometimes it leads to something that is not so good. And you, can't, you don't know why you had that build up, mm-hmm. but you just did. It's like this, I don't know. I, I, I thought it was really cool. So um, did you catch the, the use of uh, breathless and breathlessly? A couple mm. times here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is also perfect because that's how you, I mean, I, that's a perfect description of how he would feel, right? When you have the bre- when you have the, the wind and the breath knocked out of you because yeah. you're so scared. It's hard to, it's hard to breathe because you're so um, uh, right. perturbed uh, or whatever. So he, um, it's yeah, used here where there was a brooding threat in the breathless night air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, later on we see uh, the house and the quiet trees seem to be waiting breathlessly. Wow. I mean, just just this building tension and suspense. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Breathless. Oh, and, and not it not in the way you you know we usually we often use breathless in such a good way. Yeah. Like oh, you left me breathless, Ezra. Last <laughs> yeah. Night with that. Yeah. The connotation is is a little yeah. is a little huh. bit it's flipped uh, on its head a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So breathless as in not not in a good way. Like you can't breathe. You can't get a you can't get your breath. Yeah. You're freaking out. Right. <laughs> um, now, okay. So the the night deepens. Mm-hmm. And, and, and as you're saying, he's setting this scene here, and and I just, I go back to, it's it, it's 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 as good if not better than than, than a movie. The oh, way yeah. he's laying that out there. If you really yeah. pay attention to the words and you get really get engrossed in it, it's like wow, I can see it. As soon as you said that, I hadn't actually caught that the the, the breathless, mm-hmm. you know, uh, air and stuff. It does paint a picture, and you have a feeling. I can actually feel that. I understand what that means. So now, dude, the, his yeah, his imagery here is amazing. Oh, it's unreal. It's unreal. We get it's unparalleled. Like, yeah. And we need to just, we get bogged down in it sometimes. I know, but it's just, it's no so one good. appreciates it. I no know. one appreciates it. I mean, we, we do. Obviously, in our book club, we all appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. But I think a lot of people, they get into Tolkien, and the ones who don't who don't continue to read them is they, they're like, oh my gosh, he's just using, it's taking forever to describe stuff. But mm-hmm. it's it's not really. I mean, like, uh, and the three figures entered like shades of night creeping across the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like, I, you can just totally see that. Yep. And there they stood as still as the shadows of stones. 
while night went slowly on, the house and the quiet trees seemed to be waiting breathlessly. Then, you know, bringing up a, a cock crowing far away. Well, that you was know, the morning thing. is almost there, but the cold, the coldest hour of the day is right before the sun comes yeah. up. Yeah. You know, it's like this is a, right. it, this is, it's almost like the witching hour kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like a moment and an hour of pure evil that this, this thing is about to go down. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And so the Sorry. night, no, 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 you're fine. The night deepened, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> so as he said, this feeling all day long, mm-hmm. night's deepening, as you say. Mm-hmm. And then that was the point I was, I was getting to. The, the dawn is coming, right? Yeah. But yet they're about to strike yeah. and they do yeah. uh, end up, end up, you know, coming in, you know, open in the name of Mordor. Right. Um, and I just, I just, I, how long is that tension building and, uh-huh. you know, what was Fatty going through? You know what I mean? He oh, can't dude. sleep at night. He's something's going on. He's peeking outside. He feels something. I thought ominous you were just going to say he peed coming. himself. He might have. He probably did. He probably I mean, I did. did. It, obviously, <laughs> he probably did. No, yeah, you're right. Just kind of, and the way it's described. Whoa, dude! The way it's described mm-hmm. too. Yeah, yeah. concussed. Um, it's just. Uh, I mean, it's speaking of shadows. It's in the darkness. Um, he would be, you're right, he would be peeking, peering, trying to figure out what, what is this? Mm-hmm. And then it comes head on. Yeah. Open in the name well, of Mordor. Well, and you can actually see throughout this entire chapter, especially at the end of this chapter two, how difficult they are to see, you know, yeah. and, and how, and I think that's what's interesting is that they themselves cannot yeah, see, in, see. A, in, in, in a world of light yeah, and they ironic, are difficult to see. Yeah. So, I Very don't know. interesting. Um, okay, so... You know, um, a second blow on the door yielded, and it fell back. The timbers burst, and, and the lock broken. Uh, they pa- they passed in swiftly. At that moment, among the trees yeah, nearby, amazing, a horn rang out. Wow! Did, did the hobbits in Criticolo are badasses, dude? This is so cool. They're badasses. I how know. how cool would this have been in a movie? This is actually, and you could have done it. Oh, I know, I know. It, it's it rent the night like fire on a hilltop. Yeah. Awake, you know, fear, fire, foes, awake. Yeah. And I, I just, I thought that was, that was really cool. And, and, and uh, I think they uh, go on to talk about how many years had it been since they had sounded that horn. Oh my gosh. Right? It, it a hundred, a hundred years. A hundred years. Not since the white wolves came in the fell winter when the brandy wine was frozen over. That kind of sounds like um, mm-hmm. George R.R. R. Martin took <laughs> yeah. a little bit of that there. It does. Yeah. Winter, since winter came. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So 100 years, man. Yeah, I know. It's a long time. That, that it, it is. And, and it's just kind of cool that, like, what... It would have had to have been something. They, they're not just blowing that horn because, yeah. you know, somebody had a, a domestic dispute or something. <laughs> Do they have those? I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, have it, it throw down? Yeah, probably. You, I mean, yeah. I, 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 could see, I could see, you know, some of the hobbits... <laughs> Lobelia for sure. Foes. Yeah, fear, yeah, fire, absolutely. and foes. I could hear that being... Uh, Raised with in regards to her, but yeah. um, so so in far away, answering horns were heard. So cool, man! The alarm was spreading. Man, I tell you that that, that to me is neat. It's just like because one of my favorite moments in the movie is is basically when those horns are sounded and uh-huh. and you're in your you know yeah oh yeah it's just like call I, to arms call to arms yeah. man I just do I do, I don't know how to say this but like every time I think about it or I hear the I hear the um, the theme, it's in, it's in Return of the King, uh-huh. right? And, and we're, we're about to go in there. We're about to save the day, man. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I want to be in that fight. I know, I know I'm not going to make it. I know I'm not going to survive and it. That, you know what? That almost but, makes it cooler. Yeah. You're, I, you're sacrificing yourself for something greater. Yeah. And the, the horn is the, is the thing that unites us, and we forget our fear for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. We plunge in. Oh my gosh. So yeah, anyways. dude. Wow, you're getting me pumped up here. 
Yeah. So okay. and, and Fatty runs for his life, doesn't he? He's getting he sprints. He's getting the hell out of there. And he's man. babbling, I, no, not me. I haven't got it. I haven't got it. Collapses on a floor somewhere in someone's house, the nearest house. And he's uh yeah, he's again breathless, out of breath from running so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now the alarm's spreading. It is. So now that was back in Crick Hollow. Mm-hmm. Now, take us back to the Prancing Pony, right? right. Uh, in the early night, Frodo awoke from deep sleep suddenly, as if some sound Dude, or this presence is just freaking weird. had disturbed him. He saw that Strider was sitting alert in his chair. His eyes gleamed in the light of the fire. Okay, so um, he was making no sign of, of movement, right? S- what, okay, and when you heard that in the, in, in the early night, Frodo awoke from a deep sleep suddenly, as if uh, um, some sound or presence had disturbed him. What was that for you? Okay, so so I'm like, huh. Um, I, I I immediately and I, honest to God, yeah. even, even I think you know, like it's hard to think back to You're the first time exactly that you read it. I'm but thinking. like it, well, I might, I might Maybe not. not. I think it's it, the horn. He yes. heard the horn. I yes. And my question is, was he dreaming about it? We know he has these 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 weird transcendent dreams, mm-hmm. right? He's very in tune. He's he's um he's fair. He's like uh, Elvin. Yeah, here, here it is. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. No, no. Here, here it is. He went to sleep again, right? Mm-hmm. And then, but his dreams were again mm-hmm. troubled with noise of wind and the galloping of and hooves. a cock crowing, right? A cock crowing. Yeah. The the wind seemed to be curling around the house, shaking it. Um, and far off, he heard a horn blowing wildly. Man, you know, he opened his eyes, and then that's when yeah, he he wakes, right? So yes. t- my question to you is, he is seeing clearly. Right, yeah. he is seeing uh, in his dream what is happening back in the Shire. How you're going to say how? how? Is, is, so my thought was: is it a heightened awareness because of his possession of the ring? Okay. Does it have something to do with his 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 clear connection to the elves and the higher ways, the higher yeah. beings? Yeah. Right, those are my only two thoughts. What do you have? You the, got something? Because that's... the elves do have those those sort of like prophetic. Visions yeah. and, right. and and dreams and stuff. They're, things they're, they're are in tune with a higher frequency, aren't yes, they? Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah, things come to them. They're led to certain things. Yeah, um, that's how prophecies are are are, are created, right? Yeah, right. And, and we know there are prophecies. Yeah. In this, you know, in in, in this in this story, Gosh. and so I'm just thinking. I would love to dig a little bit more into a deep, long Frodo like uh, ancestry, mm-hmm. you know, what is in his blood? Mm-hmm. What, what is it? Or, or is it just him? You know, right. is it him being named Elfrin? Is it, what is it that's, that's yeah. working? Like you said the ring, right? And that, yeah. and, and that ring being in his, in his possession, that other power working, you know, um, whoever the ring bearer may be, that's a special, you know, right. um, it is. title, it is. right? And so, and maybe this was, I mean, if, if it is because of the ring, is, is it shown to him to try and, f- like um, paralyze him with fear. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, is, is that another device? Like not only is he having this, um, ah, what's that called? I don't know. Uh, I'm the transcend, transcendent is the only thing I can think of this, yeah. this vision, mm-hmm. um, you know, but is it also meant to it, it, like you. stir fear within him? Yeah, for sure. And, and have yeah. him uh, um, react hastily. Or I don't know. I mean, it, it could who be. knows the intentions of it could be. You know, the ring. If, I just if think, it is because of that. Yeah, it's not the only time that it's going to happen. It's going to happen uh-huh. again, uh-huh. and uh, and, it, and it has happened in the past. Yes. So he's seeing things that are happening. I think you know in present time, yeah. and and it seems like a pretty clear 
correlation between that horn, unless he's hearing another horn sounding in its, it's, it's way too connected. You're right. Way too it's connected. way the cock crowing and the, and the shadows. So it's one of two things. It either is, it either is that, or we're just completely, you know, way off here. And it's something that's, it's foreshadowed that we're, that would be the last first time. But would not know <laughs> that uh, people will let us know. And yeah, sure. we appreciate that. Yeah, so, absolutely. But anyways, so I thought that was really neat. And I think something yeah. to pay attention to with our good friend Frodo as we, you know, and I guess, forward. I guess really too, like what happened to fatty is, parallels like, like what happens to the hobbit's room yeah yeah i mean it's like a, it's this is foreshadowing that that's that's what's going to happen at, at our little prancing pony as well so right all right wow okay so it's time to get up so we uh, got, it's, it's time to get up yeah. and uh and, and we spend a, we're gonna grab a pony right we're gonna grab some horses oh, we, some we ponies. got to we have to get right we have to get off and we have to get going we're gonna get an early start we said that not uh, not happening <laughs> it's not happening man nope. now one thing that was you talked about that breathless night. Yes. So um, let's see here. Strider had, had hardly closed his eyes all night, so he said, but he had never heard a sound. Yeah. Never has such a thing happened in my time, he cried, raising, um, raising his hands in horror. Guests unable to sleep in their beds, um, the good uh, bolstered, uh, ruined, and all... What are we coming to? So I guess the, the part that I was trying to hone in on there was was the fact that um, he had never he had never heard a sound. Isn't that interesting? Right. Uh, and he's a ranger. He's he's highly attuned to. Yeah. Yeah. His his hearing his is like extra extra. Uh, I don't know. I, gosh, dude. Right. The words are escaping me. Yeah. Right. It's very interesting. It's, I just think it's I think it's kind of cool. So okay, um, but Butterbur has basically he's pissed. They've <sighs> lost. Uh, They've lost everybody's horses, yeah. all of their ponies. Yeah. It's gone. They've been, yeah. they've been, uh, they've vanished in the night. Uh-huh. Uh, the stable doors had been opened in the night, and they were yep. gone. Not yep. only Mary's ponies, but every horse and beast in the place. Yep. Now that's crushing news. That's that's massive, right? That that's a. I mean, and, and I guess you know, again, reading through the first time, you think, well, they're going to use that. The, the ponies are going to help them travel quicker, faster. And sure. Strider sets them straight that that's not necessarily true. They weren't yeah. going to to out outrun black riders on ponies right, right. you know what i mean so yeah. stealth is going to be their friend and right? mostly Secrecy. yeah and mostly those ponies were to help carry their their packs right exactly. and, the, and to make them feel lighter and and aid them in that way yeah yeah so yeah so they're i mean that that's a crushing blow right away right and, and they, they you know they're asking butterbur is super upset i think he takes it real personal doesn't mm-hmm. he? he this is his place and and he oh yeah the peop- this is this doesn't happen, you know, right. under his watch, and so he wants to kind of make amends. They're asking around: is there any, is there anything we can do? Um, anybody yeah. we can hit up in the in the town? And um, you know, they're looking for just a couple ponies. And he also he also told Frodo, you know, he'd help him any way he could. Mm-hmm. And we got we got, can't forget that too. You know, he he felt he came he came to Frodo, and, and he didn't have he didn't have to open up like he did. He was like, you know what, I made a huge mistake. I'm supposed to give you this letter months ago. I'm afraid. Oh yeah, you know, right. like this might, I, I, you know, this might be have some serious repercussions, and I'm sorry. And then he says to him, you know, I will do whatever I can to help you. Uh, you know, I'll do everything I can to protect you. And I'm sure he saw providing them with, with the means to transport that they needed as one of those ways to provide, and that's taken from him too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's exactly. like it's another thing that he's unable to do to help make his blunder right. 
Yeah. And so that's another way that he he would feel terrible too. Is like, well, right. I can't even help. I, I messed. I've totally been messed up this entire time. Right. But he keeps yeah. working. He keeps wanting to help. Uh-huh. Because he yep. sends yep. out uh, Bob. Right. He sends yep. out Bob um, around just to sort of see if there's any ponies that can be had. You know, something I thought was interesting here. Strider, um, you know, says that yeah, you should probably do that. Um, I'm afraid we. I'm afraid we shall. Uh, have to try to get get one pony at least, um, but so ends all hope of starting early and slipping away quietly. This next we, line, yeah, we might as well have blown a horn to announce so our departure. Ironic, yeah, so ironic. I know it's great. It's just good writing, and uh, so you know, Mary says, but there is one crumb of comfort, right? Um, and, <laughs> and more than a crumb. Let's get some breakfast. Uh, get some breakfast, fellas. <laughs> More time to sit down and have a solid, hearty breakfast. Gosh, okay, dude. so <laughs> um, doesn't take much, huh? You're right. Yeah, but they're delayed. Yep, they're they're delayed, so they have a good breakfast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, I think this whole piece about them leaving Bree and and how they acquire this pony, who they acquire it from, is uh-huh. kind of interesting. Yeah, it is. And I guess. It, when I envision it too, the party in which the, the numerous people who leave and watch them leave is something I never really caught before until this, this read. But there's there's a reason they take the main road out of Bree. Right. So. Right. We'll, we'll and it, well, it's so different from the movieism too. Yeah. It's so different. I mean, it's. Oh, yeah, for sure. 100, completely. 100%. Yeah. Uh, we, we get more of these details. We get this, you know, insight to this character, Bill, Bill, Bill Fern, Fern. Right. Yeah. And, and he was someone who was in the common room, right? Yep. Um, you know, he had his, his friend there, right. His air quote friend, the stra- mm-hmm. the, the one stranger that they, yep, that they, one eyed stranger, right. That they can't, uh, they can't find. Right. Frodo sees him at the end. Yeah. Right. Frodo yep. sees him in a, in, in a window chilling yep. out, yep. but no one can find him. Uh, and it seems like he was relatively close to Bill Fernie's place. Doesn't it? Right. Oh yeah. As the, as they're leaving town. Yep. Um, so I thought that was interesting, but very interesting. they, um, they acquire this, this pony. Uh huh. From Bill, yeah, and, and they think there's some trick to it, you know, um, which is pretty cool because uh, a little plug for Katie Serva and the beautiful Bill the Pony. Oh my gosh, yeah. stickers, which uh, I've got in my book uh, at the very beginning, so that's pretty cool to see. Those Bill. are awesome. Yeah, her her you're imagining Bill. You're getting the fox soon. The right? fox. I'm ordering the fox tonight. Okay, good. Because right, cool. I like I was blown away by that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. So we're getting uh, Bill. There's uh, there's some hope in Bill. I feel so bad for Bill. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like. Oh, he's so mistreated. You think so? Bill Fer- Bill Bill the Pony. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Sorry. Not like, Bill Fernie. No. Gotcha. Bill Fernie's a jag off. I was going to say, where are you going? No, because, I don't feel bad because, for him because, at all. Because Fernie charges him triple for this pony. This, yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's not healthy. This no. poor thing. Well, he's been mistreated been, yeah. and, and neglected. and Yeah. Now, yeah. here's an interesting nugget, though. I, we don't often talk about money. Uh-huh. In, That's true. In this series. That's true. We don't. And this is one of the few times where you get something, you know, 12 silver pennies was indeed at least three times the oh pony's gosh, value. Even, yeah. Yeah. It proved to be. So anyways, uh, I thought that was, that was, you, we don't mention. Right. What is the coinage? You know what I mean? Type of thing. It's yeah. not mentioned a whole lot, but, but I thought that was kind of cool to point out. I do like that he put in here too, you know, it proved to be a bony underfed and dispirited animal, but yeah. it did not look like dying just yet. Right. It's got one. It's got an adventure left. In right. It, yep. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's see. Um, they've got their pony, and as you said, they need that pony to to pack up some food and and, and to get out of there. Um, 
let's see. Oh, Butterbur, as they're kind of leaving, he's just talking about this horse thief, right? Wanting to bring him back and mm-hmm. uh, and things, you know, uh, make sure he pays for all the damages. Now, something interesting. I'm not sure exactly where it's at here because I'm kind of lost in the book. I'm kind of concussed like Lane. But <laughs> <laughs> um, there's there's the piece where we actually get some of that third that third person omniscient right view of like Butterbur is they find all of those horses. Remember that part? Mm-hmm. They find the, the horses kind of wandering around the different regions and the, and the corners and the fields of Bree. So mm-hmm. he actually is able to make everybody gets their, their horse back. He's not out a whole lot of money because I think he helps pay for, um, you know, the pony. Yeah. Bill. Yeah. yeah. He fronts it. Yep. He fronts that money mm-hmm. and, and helps them off. And so, you know, the hobbits are even feeling kind of bad in that sense. Like, yeah, this, this yeah. sucks. You know, this guy's yeah. losing some of his money, but... You know what, though? It kind of evens out. Yeah, it kind of does. Right. But the, in the end, he actually comes out ahead is what, is what this Yes, says. that's right. That's right. Yep. You know... Um, yeah, it was interesting that he, he took the time to explain that. Isn't that cool? Yeah, it did. Yeah. Exactly. It's like he cared and like he wanted to make sure that, you know, hey, everything ended up being okay. Um, and things went back to normal and, and things, yeah. things worked out. Now, yeah. can I tell you, this seems totally ridiculous and you're going to think I'm, I'm crazy for this, but... Well... Yes. Well, yeah. I'm the crazy one. You are. I know. I'm kind of taking your... Uh, we're reversing roles right now. Ooh. I, I can I wear your glasses? No, I won't be able to see a damn thing. You're talking. It's okay. Uh, okay, here. Break that rubber band. Fine. Okay. Take I have it. Ezra's glasses on top of my contact eyes. Oh boy, this is this is bad. You want to take a picture? You of look that? good. You look really good. I Thanks, can't man. find my phone, so how am I going to take a picture of you? Just focus. When I can't, if it uh, looks blurry, it's right. Okay, I think. Hold on, stay right there. And picture taken. I don't know if it was in focus. Wow, look well, like it was in focus. Either. All right, from, there from you go. Eyes. Anyways, Ooh. role reversal there. Sorry about that. Yeah. Um, what I was I going to say? You were talking about. Oh yeah, okay. I was Weird. about to go on my on my crazy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, here. tangent here. Yeah. So, why did he stop back in there and, and explain what's happening? You know, that, that things were all reconciled. That Butterbur, you know, mm. gets his money back and things mm-hmm. like that. Is it that the ring, wherever it goes, causes chaos, or that it causes you know uh, that, that there's evil associated with it, right? And things go bad. I'm just I'm just say this again. Say it again. Say it again. So what they they they, they focus. There's this there's this tidbit where we go back and and, and, and Tolkien is intentional in saying that Butterbur came out ahead. You Recouped know, that, his loss. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And so Oh, I see what you're why saying. Why tell mm-hmm. us all of that? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, is it and that's I'm probably reading way too much into no, it. No, I know I think that's But I just I, think it's sort of like if not, even if it's not the ring directly, it causes people to do things that are disruptive and chaotic. Right. Right. It, like just, like let a, all the horses out and drive them away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so I agree. That I don't know. It's a great I, insight. I kind of wondered, you know, because then it was like if you have these two good and evil, this, these forces working against one another, right. right? Then that 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 force that's still very dominant, the good force, right? This good presence. The, yes. the elves are still there in the, yes. in, in the west, and there's still this protection kind of going on there uh, in the land of the Shire and and its surrounding areas. The ring itself, right, directly around it, is yeah. is some is some trouble that's. It's causing trouble. It's this yeah. path of just destruction. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like the two forces working right. against each other. Right, and once it leaves and goes out, he makes a reference that hey, yeah. things are reconciled. Things are, fi- are fine again. I just think that's interesting. Yeah, it's very I, interesting. I don't, I don't know if that's if anybody else. Well, it, it is kind of a, that, you're right. It is kind of weird how it it doesn't really fit. In, like it's it's unnecessary, really. That yeah. he explains that to us. Really, 
Except right? for what the point you're making right there. Yeah. Well, because I was wondering why does he make the point? Yeah. Like you're saying right, and because he could he could leave that out, and I don't think we'd be. We honestly wouldn't be going, man. I does Butterbur get his ponies back? We got bigger fish to fry, right? You know what I mean. So that's a great point. Why does he? Why does he stick that in there? Um, yeah, it, it demonstrates Cause, cause that. Dude, he even goes Absolutely. as far as to say like that that the ponies were um, that that their specific ponies had gone back to the downs and they had met yeah, up yeah. with Tom's pony. That's right, Fatty Lumpkin. Right, Fatty. Lumpkin. Yeah, that's right. And then and then they actually. <laughs> Tom sends them back into Bree, and they have these good lives. He takes, he tells us about the lives yeah. of the animals. Yeah. They had to work hard in Bree, yeah. but they had these good lives, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, dang, you know? It's so it's, cool, dude. But it is kind of cool. It's, it is so it's, cool. It's the extra bit in this chapter that makes it a little bit longer, but like, yeah. you go to your, you say, you say to yourself, okay, the structure here is a little different. This, this chapter's structure yes. is different. Yes, is it, it is. Not? So yes, it is. I'm one, and it's intentional. I don't think Absolutely. it's unintentional. No. Um, Okay, so uh, let's see here. After breakfast, yeah, they they repack. They're they're together. Um, they've got their supplies ready for this long this uh, this long um, journey that they were now expecting. Yeah, right, right, okay. right. So they're expecting this long uh, longer journey, and uh, it was it was close to like ten o'clock 10 before o'clock, they actually man. set off. Right, yeah. you know. Now, uh, Strider had been originally talking about taking these paths, different pathways, mm-hmm. a shortcut. Right, right, not to mushrooms. Right. Right, but a shortcut. And his cuts, shorter, long, don't go amiss. Mm-hmm. Has he said that yet? He did. Yeah, he says I love that, that line. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It, who, someone, was it, is it Pippin that says um, shortcuts often make for long cuts? Are we there yet? Am I jumping Yeah, ahead? no, we are. You're right there. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, it's just hilarious. I love that line. Right, yeah. So it, it's, it's around here somewhere. I'm trying to find it. But anyways, they, um, they're talking about it. They say, hopefully we'll meet again. When things are, you know, merry once more, mm-hmm. blah, blah. I should like nothing better than to stay in your house in peace for a while. I think mm-hmm. that was a good little wrap up there. It is And cool. um, they tramped off, anxious and downhearted, under the eyes of the crowd. Yeah, and see, in the, the yeah, crowd. So the crowd, and backtracking a little bit here, um, 10 o'clock when they get off, and the next sentence is very interesting. By that time, the whole of Brie was buzzing with excitement. So when we see it in the films, they sneak away. Mm-hmm. It's kind of at daybreak. And it, mm-hmm. it seems like they're totally unnoticed. This is like a freaking parade. Right, exactly. Exactly. It's well, like, the, the buzz has spread. Everyone's gone back that night, told their yeah. stories from, when from, they left. from Frodo disappearing yeah. uh, to, to well, what they, happened at they the had pony. The, they had the Black Riders the night before. Right. Or just days before. Right, yeah. Um, so there's there, it is the exact opposite of how they wanted to be leaving that place. Right, right. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, now is that they pass this the they're going down the main road though they choose to go the main road because right. basically if they would have cut right into a shortcut or taken off they're the main road away. that looks more suspicious. Right, it's like okay something's really amiss here. Right. They got to go with the current exactly to get where they're going. Exactly, exactly. And I think that's that's smart. Um, it is. That's the wisdom of Strider. It is. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> so now as they're going out, they they run into. Um, Fernie. Yeah, they do. Right? What a jerk. Dude, I love this guy because he's like the ultimate wannabe. And we get a little bit of it here like with oh my gosh, sorry, I can't remember exactly where it is. Yeah. When he's talking to when he's talking to Longshanks. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Which so is actually I did some yeah. research. That's a name he gave him. Bill? Bill gave Aragorn right. that name. Longshanks. Yeah. And it was not meant 
like respectfully. No, no. Right. It was kind of like this slam about him being taller and taking longer strides than most brief folk. Pretty much saying, you're not one of us. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, so here it is. I'm going to call you. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're fine. um, Over the hedge, another man was staring bold. Actually, before we jump into that, the line right before that is the southerner who's hiding. Uh He looked more, um, let's see, his looks... More, More than, than half, half like a goblin. goblin. Yeah. Dude, this dude people freaks ta- me out. Pe- people in the group have uh-huh. talked about this, I've actually. talked about him. His you origins. Know, and yeah, yeah, exactly. It's uh, highly disputed, isn't it? it? Might have been Chris. Christopher might have been talking about mm-hmm. it a little bit. I think he posted a, mm-hmm. uh, a, a pretty interesting um, insight into it. And, and it is, you know, he, do, he, he is an agent of evil, you know. It yeah. really seems like that. And we got to be wondering where from. We know we know now the Black Riders are from Mordor, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, where is this guy from? And they just say Southerner. Right. Could that could that be? I mean, southeast, straight south. You know, that's the only way you really can go. We have Southern listeners. I mean, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, there are people in our book club that are Southerners. That's kind of racist, really. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it's regional <laughs> racism. Sorry, <laughs> the squint-eyed Southerner. Oh man, you should see pictures of him. Yeah. Yeah. There's some artist renditions of him. Freaking scary, dude. Yeah. I believe it. Well, there's a I good deal it. of information on him, my friend. Oh, yeah? Good. Yeah. Well, you you, you kind of looked that over. I'm going to talk about our good friend, Bill Fernie. We can kind of come back to these two characters because they're kind of paired uh, together huh? a little bit here. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Um, so staring, sta- staring over that hedge, they run into this other guy. You know, he was uh, heavy black uh, brows, uh, dark scornful eyes. His large mouth curled into a sneer. Uh, he, was, he was smoking a short black pipe. And uh, he said, morning, Longshanks. Uh, off early. Found some friends at last. Strider nodded but didn't answer. Uh, morning, my little fellas, he said to the others. I suppose you know who you've taken up with, you know. Um, and so he's just kind of getting on a little right. He's and a butthead. He's a, he is. He wishes he was Strider. He does. really. Actually, they talk about how their skills, yeah. you know, um, he's a equate, right? Sam yep. turns around quickly, though, and he, and I love this, he, he, just, he just throws this apple <laughs> yeah it hits him right in the nose right yeah um you know he ducked too late curses came from behind the hedge waste of a good apple <laughs> you know just another cool scene that could have yeah. that could have happened but we get we get it here and we get to imagine it and we get to see it how we want to see it right. yeah i would share some information about the squint-eyed southerner but from what i'm reading here kind of gives away plots to the future so i'm not gonna do that yeah don't do that so yeah. instead what i'd like to think about as is yeah i mean like to I'd like to talk about maybe starting a <laughs> Lord of the Rings podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. Is would you be would you be up for that? Is that something you'd be yeah. into? Have you ever read Dude, the books? I've I've yeah, once or twice. Okay. Um let's do it. Yeah. Got to get a uh got to get a good name though. Anything coming to mind? Uh, I don't know, maybe we could do um One Thing Drives Out Another podcast. Oh, a little allusion to uh Butter, yeah. butter. Yeah, yeah. 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 I like that. Uh-huh. Uh, Yours in haste podcast. Yeah, Maybe? That, I like that. Yours okay. in haste. Okay. Yeah. A little nod um, to Gandalf's letter. Yeah. Uh, Fortnite journeys podcast. Wow, that's mm-hmm. kind of what we do. That is what we do, actually. <laughs> that's a, that would look good on a t-shirt. Great. Would. Witch King plays podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We're getting there, man. Yeah, we're getting there. Close. I don't. I, that's 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 one of those one of these days. Dreams will start it sometime. Someday. You know? Yeah. Someday. <laughs> All right. Um, so anyways, yeah, let's let's get past, let's get out of Bree. Let's let's get out onto this um, you know, um 
out into the rough, yeah. right? A little bit, right? So, yeah. so they head out, right? Um, let's see. Uh, Strider's skill. They talk about it, right? He. Um, let me back up just a little bit here. So they're okay. Yeah. So, the, so they left the village behind. Um, they, they also the, there's this escort of children and stragglers. They had followed them. They finally get tired, and they and they been, they eventually turn back at the south gate, um, which is good. We need to secrecy is our friend, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah. So we need to make sure that we're you know um, undercover here. It was Gandalf's orders, really. Yeah, it was. Wasn't right, it? right. Now let me see here. There's something here. The deep hollow away from the road. There came a the wisp of rising smoke. Uh, okay. Oh, I like that. I you really want to get out that. in the rough. I did. You ready? Yes, guys. I love this because I never know what I never know what Lane's going to put on. It's <laughs> he's completely in charge of that. Oh my gosh, it's great. So, um, let's see. After the road uh, had run down some way, left the so basically this is kind of just talking about the shortcut. This is where you were getting into the, the, the piece about the shortcut. Oh, right? I jumped the gun. No, it's it's perfect. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Um, not a shortcut. I hope said Pippin. Our last shortcut through the woods nearly ended in a disaster. <laughs> Right, he's like, ah, but you got me with you. Uh, my cuts, short, short or, long. or long, don't, don't go, go wrong. wrong. You know, that'd be a good name for a podcast. I think it'd be a great. Oh name, my gosh! Actually. I don't know why you didn't have that name. <laughs> <laughs> so, took um, a look up the road, and no one was in sight. Right. Yep. Quickly down into the wooded valley. So that's a good thing. They're they're. You're right. They got out of town, and people kind of knew that they were on the road, and so maybe that helped because those rumors would have grown. Hey, they're taking the road. Then yeah. they get out to where no one's watching them, and they get off the road. Right. So right. that way they're they're not where people are saying they're going to be. Yeah. yeah. So let's see. Um, Almost kind of like a Trojan horse in a way. Mm-hmm. Reverse Trojan horse? Is that a thing? Perhaps. I don't <laughs> know. Yeah. Roman horse? Now, they let's see. This is the part where they start talking about um, they're trying to avoid the midge water marshes. Yeah. Um, but of course, they would have had to pass through the marshes themselves. The Strider's description of them were not very encouraging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not it, a friendly place for no, hobbits. No, um, no. Ends up, yeah. This the, the sun was actually. This is the this is the little bit of comfort that they have here. The the one day where the sun is shining, it's it's clear, but it's not too hot, right? Right. That's quickly going to pass, and we're going to get into some times where you know there's bugs, there's you know gnats, there's whatever going on. They're completely um, hassled. It's too hot. It's too you know whatever. Yep. Now, there's a bit here about Bill Fernie. Um, again, just kind of to tie him up here. Um, let's see. He was taking a wandering course with many turns and doublings to put off any pursuit. Right. Bill Fernie will have watched where we left the road for certain, he said, though I don't think he will follow us himself. He knows the land around here well enough, but he knows not. Um, I'm sorry, but he knows he is not a match yep. for me in a wood. Yep. All right. It is what he may tell others. That I'm afraid of, I don't suppose they are, they are far away. All right, so, you know, and he's hoping they that they think they made for Archit. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, so okay. Now they now that now this gets into a bit of uh, they spent some miserable days right in this lonely, unpleasant country. Uh Uh, They're definitely not. You know, it kind of goes over the uh, over the different days. On the third day, out from Bree, they came out of the uh, Chetwood. Um, The land had been falling steadily ever since. You know, so um, the ground's uh, now becoming damp. Yeah, you know, the place slowly are, starts to deteriorate. Yeah, doesn't it? it's it's yeah. it's boggy. You know, there's um, wide stretches of reeds and rushes uh, filled with with um, you know hidden birds and mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, let's see. They're trying to stay dry-footed. Mm-hmm. Um, their passage becomes slower and more dangerous, right? So these marshes uh, are treacherous, and they're, yeah. they're, they're definitely not um, easy. It's not easy going. I oh, think yeah. He's slowing them down. I can't remember if it's right here or if it's, if it's earlier where he is talking about how many days it would take him to get there right. uh, to, to Rivendell. Yep, that's and right. And I think he says 12. You know, yeah. but he says he estimates over a fortnight. Right. And that's basically kind of with, you know, oh, yeah, again, great. Um, we're in the, we're in the, the we marshes are. now, right? We are. That's right. So, you know, it's, um, I think it's going to be yeah, shifting quagmires. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And that's the other thing, too, is if, if someone did happen upon them, they're, they're stuck. They can't get away easy. Right. But, but it is providing them some cover. It's definitely not, it's a, it's a path less trodden, right? Yep. No one's going to um, be wanting to come out there. No one wants yeah. to come out and deal with the flies that have been tormenting them. And yeah, it was, um, the Neeker breakers. Yes. Yeah. Oh gosh, I forgot about those. Um, so anyways, let's see. Evil relatives of the cricket. <laughs> oh, okay. That's here we go. We're hearing right now. I think exactly. It? Yeah. Here we go. So as we're in, we've laid that scene, right? We, we understand we're a couple of days out mm-hmm. and, um, you know, the terrain is rough. It's not good. And then as Frodo lay, uh, tired but able, unable to close his eyes, it seemed to him that far away there came a light. This is, I love this part. A light in the eastern sky. Love this part. It flashed and faded many times. It was not the dawn, for that was still some hours off. Mm-hmm. What is the light, he said to Strider, who had risen and was standing, gazing ahead into the night. I do not know, Strider answered. It's too distant to make out. Um, it is like lightning that leaps from, from the, the hilltops. hilltops. Yeah. Yeah, so kind of interesting there. Right. Okay. And he lays back down again, and, and you know, um, he passed into an uneasy sleep. Uh-huh. Almost wonder. You know how sometimes you don't remember your dreams? Oh, yeah. Uh, you almost wonder... Was he was he was he seeing something there again? Uh-huh. Was he able to see now, you know, uh, to the east and this tend to see this light? Yeah, wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, right. All right. So after that, uh, and, and we know what that is. I don't know yeah. if, do, you, do you because people have read this. So is yeah. it okay to talk about it right here? Sure. Because later on, they when they get to Weathertop, right? Mm-hmm. It's confirmed that that what they saw there was Gandalf. Gandalf doing some battle, and, and was was he doing battle with the Black Riders? That's what we're led to believe. Correct. Okay. And I mean, how how badass is that? Yeah. And how cool. Like, you know, this whole time it's just it's it's also very ironic too because this whole time they're looking for signs from Gandalf. Right. They're looking for some sort of sign that Gandalf has been close by or that he's on his way. And unknown to them, they witness they they see Gandalf in a sense. Yeah. They they see you know. Uh, a conflict he's in from afar and don't know it's him, but they're able to, to like, it, I, I, I can just imagine that like they're able to. And then, and then the realization when they, when it's confirmed later, when Aragorn kind of confirms it for him and helps him read the signs on Weathertop that that was Gandalf, how, well, I don't know if it'd be comforting because you knew there was some conflict there. Right. But at sure. least to know that Gandalf yeah. is alive and he is out there, or was a couple days ago, right? Because they just don't know. They, don't they know. have no idea what's no going idea. on. And and I think, even if someone is in turmoil, right, or there's yeah. something going on, it, I don't know. I, get, I don't know how it gives you a little bit of hope, but you're like they're okay, still they're there, still there. Yeah, they're still kicking. You know, and that that or they were still right. kicking. Yeah. yeah, right. Um. So, anyways, okay. Let's see here. So on the fifth day, 
Um, they hadn't, they hadn't gone far, and this is basically where they get their first sight of um, Weathertop, right? That's right. And uh, so Strider kind of is, is just talking about the old road, which you know um, we have left far away on our right, yep. runs to the south, yep. and it passes not far uh, uh, from its foot. We might reach it by noon tomorrow. Uh, if we go straight towards it, I suppose we had better do so. And, uh, you know, Frodo's kind of wondering why. Um, it's not really sh- it's not really certain what they shall find, uh, but it is close to the road, and I think mm-hmm. that's sort of what... That's where the danger lies, huh? Right, and so we want to get yeah. there quickly. We want to take a look around um, and assess the situation so we can make a quick decision. Right. And, and also, I think by the time they get there, we realize that it's night. It's it's mm-hmm. Because remember, when they get there, and... and well, might as well just jump on ahead here Let's a little jump bit. Jump into it, because as they get there, let's see. They're well. Do we know why Strider wants to? It's a vantage point. Did we say that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think yeah. we. So it it is a it's a vantage point that they wanted to survey, you know, kind of what's going on. He Strider can get up there and he can see where where they should how they should make for Rivendell or or where they should go really from there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Oh, this is the neat part too. I, and, and so, it's hard for me to to slow down in this. I, I want to get us, you know, I know through. But there's so much because the spies, the birds, the that, oh all my be, gosh, that's right. They can't all be trusted. You know what I mean? And so they're very exposed up there, and their purpose maybe, you know, what are you doing up there on, on Weathertop? Uh-huh. And, and he kind of talks about. Um, Let's see. Well, dude, even in the um, even if we go back to the the marshes too, there's there's mention of these birds. Yes, the ground now became damp and in places boggy. Which you read that part filled mm-hmm. with the warbling of little hidden birds. Hidden birds, exactly. Yeah, so they're talking. Right. I- indeed, there are many birds and beasts in this country mm-hmm. um, that could see us as we mm-hmm. stand here from that hilltop. Not all birds are to be trusted, and there are other spies more evil than they are. So again, uh, and again, like something we never thought about in the Shire, right? You know, we yeah. thought it was just these black riders we had to to watch out for, and maybe, of course, you know, running the farmer maggot. Now we're learning, like even even animals we can't trust, right? You know, ones that I, I, how would you decipher if a bird is good or evil? That's impossible, right? And that's even more frustrating. It's like, okay, wow. So even right. the, even the birds and beasts are may be against us now. Well, and Sam <laughs> art, Sam articulates that for us, and he says yeah. he's talking to his writer. He says, boy. You do make me feel uncomfortable and lonesome, Strider. You know, he said. Uh, and then Frodo asked for advice, and he basically says we need to make straight, straight towards it. Um, you know, and, and, and assess the situation. So, um, and it takes them basically all day, right? They they plot it along, and mm-hmm. so they can see it. Mm-hmm. You imagine it's. Uh, I think where they are now is also close to the road. Mm-hmm. It's not too far off because I know when they get to Weathertop, they can look back and see several miles yeah. and they see those, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. they see something on the road, yes, right? Um, okay. So now as, as, the, as they're marching along, right, uh, a few melancholy uh, birds were piping and wailing until the round red sun sank slowly into the western shadows mm-hmm. uh, and then an empty silence fell again. Now, what do you think about this? When we, we heard this actually back with going clear back to Farmer Maggot, right? Mm-hmm. Silence. Mm-hmm. And you said it earlier, breathless, mm-hmm. right? Um, things being still. Mm-hmm. When that seems to happen, it's not a good thing, no. right? So, so something is something ominous, something evil is lingering. It's moving mm-hmm. towards us, perhaps. I don't know. I just keep kind of seeing that. Are well, you seeing it, it? Yeah. And I think about, you know, um, 
Well, when people talk about being stalked by creatures in the woods, yeah, you know, oftentimes they'll 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 know the presence of a predator because all the animals, all the other animals, all the bugs, all the birds go silent. Yeah, yeah, it's like this sure. anticipation of right before attack, right before an attack. That's right. Yep. It's it's silent. Uh, yeah, so it's very unsettling. Like you don't want it to be silent. Right. Not yeah. kind of like right now. And for some reason, the hobbits they think back to this sunset. Uh, glancing through the cheerful windows of yeah. Bag End far yep. away. They're and just, I, I have written here, I'm like, I'm homesick just reading this. Right, because, yeah, I love... He trickles that in there. Yeah. It's trickled throughout the whole yep. throughout the whole series. Yeah. To think back to such a wonderful place that we left. Yep. And when you see a ray of sunshine, or you see a setting sun, yeah. what would that... Oh, boy, but it's, it, looks, it looks good here, and it gives yeah. a, a, this ray of hope. But boy, to see that back home would be... You know, to imagine. And then also to say, you know, through the windows. So you're inside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're in the comfort of back end. Right. And there there is something about, you know, uh, as the sun sets and that warm light coming through at the end of a day, you made it through that day. You're in the comfort of your home. And they're in the exact opposite of that right now. They're totally uncomfortable. They're completely afraid. Uh, They're paranoid about even birds now. Yeah. So he, yeah, your your mind would go to that. You would you would long for that to. Yeah. You to know, I I misunderstood something here. I'm gonna go ahead and correct myself. They're not a day's right. They, there's actually two days, ride here. Uh, or I'm sorry, not ride, but but uh, tramp across the the wilderness because it, it basically says that they that they stay underneath. Um, you know, uh, they they halted right and made their camp mm-hmm. under a stunted alder tree, right? Yeah. By the shores of this little stream, mm-hmm. and then they move on um, okay. the next day to Weathertop. Yeah, I didn't catch that either. I guess to me, it just Weathertop must be significant, pretty significant for them to see it that far off. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, I know they're going slow, right? And a two days ride versus a two day, right? You know, well, walk we, through the marshes, right? And we learn from Strider later that it, and from the movies, obviously, it was a great watchtower at one point, right? Mm-hmm. So to have that kind of vantage point, you're right; it would have to be massive. It's a it's a huge landmark that, but yeah, you're right. I mean, I guess you're right though. In the movies, it's a hill, mm-hmm. but it's not dominating. Like it's not something you would see from yeah. miles and miles away. Right. Um, and they also did mention though on the other side of of Weathertop going north that the land really. If you're a woman over forty dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It is flat, uh-huh. very open, and uh-huh. because once they get to Weathertop, they decide which way to go. Yep, they do. And uh, they don't want to go that way because... All of the spies, all, any you could be seen for miles, right. that type of thing. So, right. so maybe it stands out against that. Maybe yeah, it's, that's it's a good sort point. A that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. So now, interesting little thing here. Just just a little sidestep. So they go on the next day. They're, they're, as as they're moving along, they're, the 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 hobbits are losing weight. Right, their belts are fitting a, oh, a, a my little gosh. Yeah, yeah. a little tighter. Right, which yeah. is odd. You know, um, considering that there is actually a good deal. Less of, uh, less of me. You know, I'm hoping the thinning process, because actually Pippin declared that Frodo was looking twice the hobbit that he had been. Yeah. 
you know, um, and th- Dude, then his to... comment here. The, I know this is what I was getting to. Yeah. Irony of this comment. Yep. Read it. Well, just that, you know, I hope the thinning process will not uh, go on indefinitely or I shall become a wraith. And Strider is like super, you know, do not speak of such things. Mm-hmm. He said quickly and with surprising earnestness. He does this a few times. Yeah, it's just things yep. that you can't speak of. Yep, don't say Mordor, this. Mordor, wraith-like right. stuff. That, no. Right. Man, what are you guys doing? And it's interesting. I'm, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's double-edged, right? It's it's the one thing. It's you don't want to speak it so that you don't give it some kind of power, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Or or awareness of where you are possibly. But also, it's got to be because of all the interactions he's had with this evil. I'm sure it conjures up memories that he would rather not think about or or feelings. You know, the same way that when when he was talking about it in the parlor in the prancing pony, he had a grimace on his face, like in pain. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, for so sure. So it's 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 this internal thing, but it's also, you know, we don't want to talk about this. Some, re- some reason you don't want to talk about certain things out of out of doors at night. Sure. Yeah. So it's it's just layered. It's a very yeah, it's very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay, moving forward now, we gotta get to Weathertop and, Let's get and, there. and as as we get there, yeah. they get there just um, you know, uh by, by night, right? So just as night is is, is coming, mm-hmm. they reach the the, the the feet of the western word slopes and at this point um, they're six days out of brie right okay good so mary is is concerned he's talking about this path right i wonder who made this path and yeah. there's the path up through you know uh to weathertop and he talks about it being uh barrow whitish oh yeah that's <laughs> right barrow whitish barrow whitish right? uh are there any barrow whites at, on weathertop you know what honestly pippin good question yeah why not ask it yeah could be well, and the and the terrain is kind of similar to where the Barrow Downs were. Well, yeah, kind of some and, undulating hills, and and, and if you and, don't know it, the, the further they go, sure, less you don't know. I don't want to see one of those fellows again. No, a Barrow. Get, no, get thank you. No, lay the naked sword upon my throat. I don't think I don't so, think bud. So. Yeah, <laughs> got to be a better way to say that too. <laughs> we get a little history lesson here, though, don't we? Yeah, we do. Yeah, you want yeah. to talk about that a little bit? So, like the men of the West. Sure, I'll just re- I underlined all this stuff because it's just so fascinating. Um, yeah, so he says, you know, are there any barrows on Weathertop? No, there's no barrow on Weathertop, nor on any of these hills, answered Strider. The men of the West uh, did not live here, though in their latter days they defended the hills for a while against the evil that came out of Angmar. This path was made to serve the forts along the walls. But long before, in the first days of the North Kingdom, they built a great watchtower on Weathertop. Amansul, they called it. It was burned and broken, and nothing remains of it now but a tumbled ring, like a rough crown uh, on the old hill's head. Yet once it was tall and fair, it is told that Elendil stood there watching for the coming of Gilgalad out of the west in the days of the last alliance. And, and you're, I mean, you're talking about who Aragorn is descendant from. Yeah. Elendil, you know, the, the father of Isildur, waiting for Gilgalad to come. To, to, to join the last alliance uh, or in the days of the last alliance, you know, to, to go fight Sauron and what would, you know, what would lead to cutting the ring. So this is tying into the, the lore that we heard from, yeah. from Gandalf. And so the, this is their first, right? This is their first interaction with coming to a place that, mm-hmm. that those stories, I don't know, like a, like a, a fleshing out of those stories they've been told. 
Right, they're, they're seeing they're, it yes, in the, real life. Yes, you know, it's with like their we, own eyes. We hear about we hear about histories, and we go see a memorial. Right, or we go see a spot where or you go the to battlefields. You go for, to Europe, and you you know, yeah. see the, the Colosseum or something. You know, and um, so this is this is them kind of coming face to face with that. And yeah, the hobbits gazed at Strider. It seemed uh, that he had learned uh, that he was learned, learned in yeah. old lore as well as in the ways of the wild. Who was Gilgalad? Asked Mary. But Strider did not answer and seemed to be lost in thought. Suddenly, a low voice murmured. Were you getting to this? Oh, yeah. No, I, I okay. just... Uh, yeah, Gil- Gilgalad, right? Right. Um, being the elven king, this is great. And it's, it's, a, it's a surprise as to who's, who's speaking this, right? Um, yeah. You know, of him, the harpers sadly sing, uh, the last whose realm was fair and free between the mountains and the sea. Mm-hmm. His sword was long, his lance was keen. His shining helm afar was seen. The countless stars of heaven's field were mirrored in his silver shield. But long ago he rode away, and where he dwelleth, none can say. For into darkness fell his star, in Mordor, where the shadows are. Right. And so Gilgalad, like, um, I think that there's, uh, okay, the other, like, like well, the um, looking north, um, Angmar. I want to go yep. back to that for a second, yep. because you and I had a really good conversation the other day. We were out um, out by the fire. It was last fortnight. Yeah, uh-huh. and, and I just think like fortnight ago, it's something we're going to get into on our Patreon series a little bit yep. more, and we're, we're going to talk about some yep. of these histories, yep. you know, a little bit because wow, that name stands uh-huh. out, and it has uh-huh. a lot of the first Dark Lord presence to it, and it's just it's just crazy to see shadows of an old war and an old yeah. realm. That has been remapped. There, there's a foundation here. It's almost like when you discover an ancient civilization, right? And they, you look over in Egypt yeah. and they find this old city that was there. That there's been a new city laid over top of it. They, the yeah. restructuring of the kingdoms here in the West and what had happened, you know, after those great wars and, and things it in the first amazing. age. It is amazing. Right? And the restructuring of that, I think, is really, really kind of cool. And so we're going to talk more about that. But, you know, and, and we don't think about this enough, too, I guess, with Tolkien's own connection to war. You know, yeah, be, yeah. fighting yeah. in World War yeah. One, and then also throughout his life, um, you know, years later, witnessing World War Two, and seeing the destruction that came to parts of parts of Great Britain. Yeah, it's just interesting to think about how much of this was his own his own experience with with the destruction and the ghosts and the echoes that war leave behind. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's incredible to think about, isn't it? I mean, there's it a lot of personal stuff in here. Like we think of it as all this, this, this mythology is creating, which it is too. But it's also it's also like him dealing with his, um, dealing with the influence of war in his life. Yeah, you know what I mean for sure. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. And so the whole time we we, we see this, um, you know, we get this this background uh, knowledge on Gilglad. We think it's Aragorn, right? That's that's definitely Strider talking because of his knowledge. We think that, sure. That's right. That's a, yeah. you know, that's everything that you know. We 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 just talked about how learned he is. He just gave us a bunch of information about Weathertop and who's talking as Sam, Samwise Gamgee. Yeah, um, I mean, I think it's amazing. He's he's blushing. He's learned a lot from Mister Bilbo. Yeah, the, the others turned in amazement. Right, they're blown away. But it makes sense. It does because oh, he, yeah. he's obsessed. He loves obsessed. The idea of of elves and their lore, and you know, Sam would be in our book club. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. 100%. I think he's list- Sam. If you're listening out there, give us a call. Right, give Sean. Uh, please listen. <laughs> um, you know, so so. Anyways, th- he said there was a lot more to it, all yeah. about Mordor, and I didn't learn that part. It gave me that shit. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, you know, and, and then Pippin. and he's under the impression that Bilbo just 
like actually you wrote know, that. Wrote, right. Yeah. And Strider's right. like, he did not make it up. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, but, but he does, he is, he is surprised he has never heard it translated. So, you know, um, yeah, that's true. I, he, he goes, I never knew that he, that he translated that, mm-hmm. um, which, which is interesting. So the fall of Gilgalad, but, and, and that's something we're going to come back to because isn't, don't they talk about his, his line a little bit? Do we get more about his line and his, yeah, we do. We do. Mm-hmm. We're going to save it. Okay. We're going to get there. Um, okay. So it was already midday. Uh, they drew near to the Southern end of the path, right? Yep. Um, we also get right before that though we yeah. get another mention of Mordor and Strider again says do not right. speak that name so right. loudly scolding him again yeah. like come on man We're, they're especially with them being so close by there's certain things you just don't say you don't do. sure yeah and he's he's reminding them of that yeah um, I'm sorry go ahead midday no no you're fine so basically they 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 work their way up to the top of the of Weathertop That's so right. we're gonna kind of just gonna gonna get there right yeah, let's get in there. and and basically they notice these markings. And I guess it's supposed to kind of... There we go. Yeah. Looks like um, Gandalf perhaps had been there, you know, and had left them, I don't know, signs that he was in haste. Um, I think Mary and Sam say down beneath? Or did... Or did uh, oh, crap. Frodo goes up, I know for sure, and Pippin, I believe, goes up with him. Frodo and Mary followed. Okay, okay. So Tired Pippin, and breathless. So Pippin stayed down. Yes, yeah, Sam and Pippin, uh, they stayed with the pony, their packs and luggage. The other three went on. Yeah. Okay, good, 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 good. And and so they're up there, and, and I think, you know, Strider, uh, Aragorn is a little confused himself. He's looking around, kind of wondering, you know, they're, they're looking this for is a, signs. This is an eerie setting, isn't it? Yeah, it it's is. A, it's a creepy, like, you can imagine the wind blowing on top, um, not hearing not, not hearing a lot of, of extra noise, right? Yeah, for sure. He, Strider's picking up on these clues, and they're putting the pieces together. Well, and let's talk about why he went up there. I think he went up there a little bit in haste because he says here in a sec that he came up, he came up kind of hasty. Mm-hmm. Um, Should have maybe surveyed down below sure. a little bit more. Yeah, and but it's to but see, he's it, it was to get a better vantage point. Exactly. Right. That he's trying to quickly assess the situation, see where they're at. Yep. Have they been pursued? Yep. Uh, all from that where stuff. are they being pursued? Right. Where exactly. can they go to avoid? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. yep. For sure. He's Google mapping pretty much. He is. Yeah, yeah he yeah. is. Uh, poor guy doesn't have the app. You know? I know, uh, I know. <laughs> he's up there trying to get better signal. Oh he's up gosh. there on the, on the Google Middle Earth. Oh my god. Can you just see him holding up his, his phone on There's the, no reception up here, gang. God dang it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so anyways, uh, he sees though this this marking, this G three, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of indicating that Gandalf had been there on uh, the third of October, right? And while he's, which was also three days ago, yeah, which is also three days yeah. ago, right? Okay, yeah. so this being the sixth, yes, right? Okay, yeah. Um, okay, so as he's kind of looking around there, um, they start to kind of talk about. This is where they talk about how far it's going to take them. So I was wrong again. I apologize. This is where they start to talk about it being a fortnight, um, and that being a lot, and that a lot could happen in that time. Oh so yeah, from yeah. weather top. To, to Rivendell, so, so I apologize, right. but because they've had quite a bit of a journey here just in this chapter, yeah, but you, if you think this is long, the next chapter, right? I mean, wow, right, right. So they're talking about how far, you know, Rivendell is. They, they get into that discussion, which we've already, you know, kind of talked about, and um, then can, I believe how far yeah. can they see up here? I don't know. That's my point. Is that it looks like they okay? Let's let's, let's right here. It is. 
Um, look, he said, pointing downwards. At once, Strider flung himself on the ground behind the ruined circle, pulling Frodo down behind him. Oh, yeah, Mary I forgot about this. Was, right, yeah. What is it, he whispered. I do not know, but I fear the worst. Slowly, they crawled to the edge of the ring. Um, edge of the ring. Sorry, I just Ooh. stopped me in the middle of my tracks oh, there. Oh, whoa. Right, and peered through a cleft between the two uh, jagged stones. The light was no longer bright, for the clear morning had faded and clouds creeping. And I was wrong again. For the clear morning had faded. <laughs> I get, I got, I got, I'm a little concussed here with the day and night as to it's, when they're showing contagious up. As I apologize. Contagious concussion. Good grief. I guess in You're my doing mind. A great job, man. I guess in my mind, it, this is, yeah. Yeah, hey, guys, in my mind, you know, they got there when I said <laughs> they got there, okay? <laughs> uh, all right. And the clouds uh, creeping out of the east had taken over the sun as it began uh, to go down. Okay, so it is going down. Right. Um, they could all see the um, the black specks. So the, what they see is these black specks, right? right? right. Uh, neither Frodo nor Mary could make out their shape for certain, yet something told them that there, far below, were black riders assembling yeah. on the road beyond um, the foot of the hill. Okay? So, yes, you know... Um, isn't it also kind of alarming, too? I'm sorry. No, no, no. Because you, know, you talk about when when Strider noticed this, he had them duck down. Mm-hmm. Like that's also just so alarming. And and they're talking about like they're specks so far away, right? Right. That but but even that is 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 too close. Even that even there they could be they could be sensed. And so he has them drop down so that they're not visible on top of Weathertop. Right. It's and just it just gives me the willies, dude. Yeah, exactly. It's it, like. Oh, I know. Yeah, and, and, and yeah. what they were hoping to achieve there, a greater vantage point, is almost going to be taken from them if they're seen. For sure. Yes. I mean, isn't that Absolutely. just crazy? It is. It is. It's yeah. like you went up there to, to, like, obtain a route that's most secretive, right. and by being up there, you might actually be seen and given away. It's a risk, right? And and it, and it honestly, it seems like it. Uh, it doesn't really say exactly, but it does sort of... I think you get the impression here that by them going up there, they have been spotted, I think. Yes. Okay, because... And he, when Strider's worried, you got to be worried, man. Because I keep talking about how, how, how far... You know, just a few days ago, you could see Weathertop from afar, right? And then now... Mm-hmm. I, I missed this part, but it says... He stared down at the hateful road leading back westward mm-hmm. to his home. Suddenly, he was aware that two black specks were moving slowly along it, going westward. Um, and looking again, he saw that three others were creeping eastward to meet them. Um, Jeez, dude. Ugh. So, so now I think what I'm trying to note here is that it's there. It looks like they're on the road. I, am I wrong? He stared down at the hateful road, leading back. Um, we're moving along it. So they were moving along the road. I'm just yeah. trying to imagine where the road is that they that they originally oh, yeah. left off on. In, in Bree, right, right, and then how close that that is. So they've really been kind of, um, you know, they're hugging the road. Yep. Maybe a little too close. Yep. Because I tell you what, Frodo's shortcut, uh, the shortcut to mushrooms, took them way the hell away from that the the road and into, yep. you know, a lot of different things. Yep. Uh, so I don't know. Just going on a oh yeah yeah tangent there. A no, bit, it's no, it's yeah, it's. Uh, so okay, so now they basically realize they got to get down. They they've they, they got to creep back away. They yep. got to get down, and uh, and and Sam and, and Pippin they haven't been idle. They noticed some things down there. They noticed that basically other rangers had been walking around. Right. 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 Not only other rangers, but they noticed that there are these heavy, 
these heavy boot tracks. Yeah. Um, which I, I believe are are the black riders. Gotta be the black riders. Absolutely. And, yeah. And Aragorn noticed that there's multiple. You know, he he said, "Ah, oh, gosh, I, this is where he talks about being too hasty going back up to yep. Weathertop because, gosh, dang it, you know." It's not their fault, but the hobbits have trampled all over this, and he right. can't really he can't decipher it. it, can't yeah. read it. That's right, you know. And so that that is troublesome, right? Now they have a choice here, Lane. They they have to decide to press on out of Weathertop. They're trying to figure out. They mm-hmm. see the stack of wood. They've seen this this place where the he believes other rangers mm-hmm. have been there recently. Kind of camped out. Yep, camped out. And should they press on? And basically, you know, he's, Sam and he are having this discussion, yeah. and Strider decides that no. That basically we I don't know Night where we could close. get to. Yep. Yes. Yep. Right. Um. You know. So. 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 Anyways. And does he? Oh, geez, dude. This is where we get a little more detail about the writers, correct? Yes, because they yeah. start asking questions. Right. Can the writers see? Can the writers see? Right. Right. Uh, I mean, they seem usually to have used their noses. Don't forget the sniffing. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Going on a t-shirt soon. That's right. <laughs> Nicole, don't forget the sniffing. Uh, Rather than their eyes smelling for us, if smelling is the right word, at least in the daylight. But you made us lie down flat when you saw them down below. And now you talk of being seen if we move. And here's where Stratty Wright says, I was too careless on the the hilltop. Uh, I was very anxious to find some sign of Gandalf. So it's amazing too, like getting this insight to him real quickly that he's also feeling very... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, very stressed. He's in duress. He wants to know that Gandalf is okay too. But it was a mistake—a mistake for the three of us to go up and stand there so long. For the black black horses can see, and the riders uh, can use men and other creatures as spies, as we found in Bree. There you go. Mm-hmm. They themselves do not see the world of light as we do, right. but our shapes can cast shadows in their minds, which only the noon sun destroys and in the dark they perceive many signs and forms that are hidden from us so they're most dangerous in the dark yeah then they are the most feared okay (laughs) and at all times they smell the blood of living things yeah so when they're sniffing they're sniffing for their blood man right how frightening is that i know desiring it and hating it senses too there are uh, other than sight or smell, we can feel their presence. It troubled our hearts as soon as we came here. And before we saw them, they feel ours more keenly. So again, also giving us more insight into those feelings Fatty was having at the beginning right. of the chapter. Yep. Right? Feeling their presence. Also, he added, and his voice sank to a whisper, the ring draws them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good news. Oh, uh, boy. Yeah, that's right. That yep. sucks. And then yep. Frodo kind of pan- oh, he's kind of like, you can just see him Feeling kind of panicking. Like, okay, yeah. wh- wh- what do we do? Wh- where do we go? Yeah. Well, you know, like, Is there no hope? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, you know, yes, there's still hope. You're not alone. Um, they take the wood. Fire. He talks about how fire could be their friend here. That's right. They can use that, you know, uh, to kind of help them, yep. y- you know, to, to fend off any of these black writers or what have you. Now, so now here Sam, again, here again yeah. some, some uh, I'm sorry, but, but just some, some, uh, Divine provision here, right? Yeah. Like they're in a they're in a spot in a time of day they they couldn't go hack down firewood themselves. Yeah, they found this ranger cat camp that had plenty mm-hmm. of firewood. Yeah, that exactly. serves them very well. It does. Yeah, yeah, it does. Interesting. interesting. Very interesting, right? Yeah, you're right. Good call. And little did those rangers know when they when they built that wood store up, what it would be used for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yeah, I like it. Um, so, yeah, it's nighttime. Now, Sam is, is arguing that, you know, that basically this is a way, by starting a fire, we're shouting, yeah. hey, here we are. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Well, and I think he's beacon. got some. He's got, he's a, got a good point. point. Absolutely, he does. But it seems like it's less about with sight with them. Mm-hmm. So, I love right. that Mary, you know, and and and, and uh, Sam and Pippin have made some real, they're, they're Inquisitive, right? They're asking good questions, yeah. and they're and they're they're learning. They're 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 sharpening, aren't they? They're very. I think they've shown that they're sharp. Yeah. Um. And then as they go into these new, this is brand new to them. Yeah. They're learning fast. Yeah, they quick, are quick, sharp, intuitive, good companions. So, yeah, they yeah. were they were chosen well. Right. So yep. now, I, I guess to kind of speed through a little bit of some of the, there's a bit here where they're kind of talking about, um, people who could who who wandered the road, mm-hmm. uh, who that might be, mm-hmm. um. You know, uh, talking about their food stores and have to be careful because, you know, um, that their supper there is no feast, right? But they have a long ways to go. Yeah. They're still prepping, um, you know, to make it to Elrond's house, right? Yeah. And just telling them the food that they can't eat, that they can have, they're going to have to survive on. Right. Exactly. In the time being. Yep. Right. Yeah. So now they've got the sun, right? It's, it's nighttime. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 dark. Mm-hmm. The land is vanishing quickly into the shadow. It's very cold. Right. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Now they they're starting to kind of lose. I guess you get a little demoralized, right? Yeah. The writers are. We've seen them now. Yeah. To see them again yeah. when you haven't seen them and to have that confirmation, right? Right. That they're close by, and then to start to kind of feel it here. Yeah. They need something to kind of pick them up. Absolutely. Normally it's a song, um, yep. but this time it's it's like a story. They want to know more about uh, Gilgalad, mm-hmm. right? They want to know That's more right. about yep. him. And Mary asks, right, um, tell us about the, the end of the story to the elf kingdoms. And um, yeah. so I thought this was kind of... Also kinda cool. Neat. Yeah, it's also cool too. Uh, they're, they're gathering around the fire, right, with the blankets, and the stars come out. Yeah. And that also leads to us learning that Gilgalad is starlight Yeah. in, in oh, their yeah. tongue. Yeah. So there's kind of a cool connection there too. Um, with Elendil, the elf friend, uh, he went to the land of right. Cuts him off. Right, a yep. third time, Ezra, three times. Also, like the mention of a cock crowing, it's just really interesting, man. I'm going back to the Bible, right, throughout this absolutely. chapter. Absolutely, absolutely, very, very interesting. Just kind yeah. of in the time of day, it's right, right. Uh, yeah, it's very interesting. Um, um, so yeah, now we get into yeah, let's uh, get okay. into this, eh? There's a bit of history, right? I mean, do you want to talk about some of this? Just like the um, yeah, he wants he he's not going to tell him any more about that tale, right? Because of Tal- the enemy is is it um, Tenuvial? Tenuvial, yeah, right. right. Which, so he says, "I'll tell you the tale of Tenuvial because it's, is that Baron in, in, in Luthien? I think is yes, it, yeah, it is, right? Yes, okay, yes. Like that's her her name Luthien is Luthien Tenuvial. Okay, yeah, her mm-hmm. name is." Um, yeah, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll let you so, talk. you know, he wants to tell a, a happier story, I guess, right? Or one of love. Right. It's kind of sad, but it's also... Right. It's... Yeah. We're able to tell it because it doesn't involve... Yeah. yeah. He says it may... Yeah, it's exactly... It's just like what you said. He said, uh, it is a fair tale, though it is sad, as are all the tales of Middle-earth. <laughs> okay, there you go. Mm-hmm. And yet it may lift up your hearts. Uh, he was silent for some time. That's interesting, too. I didn't catch that. Some time. He, it must have been a while. Mm-hmm. So yeah. is he is he is he like focusing in on how he's gonna uh, how he's gonna chant? Is he trying to remember all of it 
so that he tells it in its best detail. I just think that's kind of interesting. He yeah, says sure. that. Takes, is like, he, is brief... he entering it with with uh, reverence? Does right. he want to do this justice? Because you know we learn that he's he's connected to this story. He uh, as we learn later on that this has special significance for him too. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we, I can just read it. Is that okay? Sure, that's fine. Um, I'll read half of it, and then you read the other half. How's that sound? Wow, that's a lot. I know. This, can we do lot. that? Are we allowed? Should we check with the boss? Uh, we could, yeah. That's, well, that's us. Uh, actually, it's our uppers. Okay. Is that okay, guys? Yeah. Okay. The leaves were, wall- were long, the grass was green, the hemlock umbles tall and fair, and in the glade a light was seen of stars and shadow shimmering. Tanuviel was dancing there to music of a pipe unseen, and light of stars was in her hair and in her raiment glimmering there baron came from mountains cold and lost he wandered under leaves and where the elven river rolled he walked alone and sorrowing he peered between the hemlock leaves and saw in wonder in wonder flowers of gold uh, upon her mantle and her sleeves and her hair like shadow following enchantment healed his weary feet that over hills were doomed to roam and forth he hastened, strong and fleet, and grasped at moonbeams glistening. It's just like it's just beautiful mm-hmm. imagery. Yeah. Through woven woods and elven home, she lightly fled on dancing feet, and left him lonely, still to roam in the silent forest, listening. Where'd she go? Yeah. I want to see her again. He heard there oft the flying sound of feet as light as linden leaves, or music welling underground in hidden hollows, quavering. Now withered lay the hemlock sheaves, and one by one with singing sound, whispering fell the beechen leaves in the wintry woodland, wavering. He sought her ever wandering far, where leaves of year, I'm sorry, where leaves of years were thickly strewn, by light of moon and ray of star in frosty heavens shivering. Her mantle glinted in the moon, as on a hilltop high and far, she danced and at her feet was strewn, a mist of silver quivering. Yeah. Uh, the winter passed and she came again and her song released the sudden spring like rising lark and falling rain and melting water bubbling. He saw the elven flowers spring about her feet and healed again. He longed by her to dance and sing upon the grass untroubling. Again she fled, but swift he came. Tenuviel, Tenuviel. He called her by her elvish name and there she halted listening. One moment stood she, and a spell his voice had laid on her. Baron came, and doom fell on Tenuviel, that in his arms lay glistening. As Baron looked into her eyes, within the shadows of her hair, the trembling starlight of the skies, he saw there mirrored shimmering Tenuviel, the elven fair. Immortal maiden elven wise, about him cast her shadowy hair, and arms like silver glimmering. Long was the way that fate them bore, o'er stony mountains cold and gray, through halls of iron and darkling doors, and woods of nightshade moralless, and the sundering seas between them lay, and yet at last they met once more, and long ago they passed away in the forest singing sorrowless. That's amazing wow. stuff, isn't it? So I, I guess, you know, that, I think the, I think the ending of that is 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 the is the is the beautiful part, right? Is that yeah. she becomes mortal, yeah. right, and and, and and dies, right, yeah. and is able to walk once again with him, and then to go beyond the confines of this 
world yeah. that we live in too. Yeah. It is beautiful. It's it's amazing. Yeah, and I think you know that's 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 one of the stories we're actually going to be covering. Yeah, um, you know, because it goes on. To, I think he goes on. I'm not sure here. He might talk more about the Silmarils. Yeah, he does actually. He goes on to uh-huh. talk about you know what it was that you know Baron uh, was tasked to do and how. Yeah, you know, we got a huge we got a huge history lesson here. Huge history it's lesson. Amazing. It's crazy. It's a stopping. You imagine around the fire here telling this story. Yeah, uh, and, and talking to them and just being, you know, entranced almost. Yep. You know, um, he talks about, yeah, I don't, I don't, is there anything in he here? He talks about how it's, well, it's just interesting. He talks about how it's hard to render in our common speech. Yeah, like it has to be, sure. it has to be fully appreciated in the, um, and then maybe that's why he was taking a second too. He was translating it, mm-hmm. you know, before he started, he's thinking, okay, how do I, how do I say this in the common tongue and, and do it justice? Um, yeah. Yeah. The, the cool thing about Baron and Luthien is, um, it was on, on Tolkien and his, uh, wife wife's uh gravestone um for him he has baron wow and on her is is luthien it was their it was um their love story that he he interjected into the histories of of middle earth um i don't know all the details i need to i'm sure that people can um i'd love to hear yeah can post that and share that um it's something i've always wanted to do more research on and just i just haven't well, even the connection to his own his own actual life that is actually yeah. something that I'd love to hear more about because yeah, it's amazing, huh? Because one of the things I'm pulling from this is that he is that um, Baron felt like he had to, uh, you know, present some sort of prize. Sure, a mortal man, you know, getting with is is it um, you know the king of the elves, right? You know, I mean, Bingle, it's t- yeah, right? yeah, and it, it's kind of typical too of like you know when you fall in love with someone. Um, and as you grow more in love with them, you just see how much, um, like there's something there. They are someone worthy of being pursued. Yeah. Right. And someone that you feel in your core, like I mean, I feel this way about Goldberry, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Like she is this. Uh, she's an elevated being. Like someone that I'm, I'm not worthy of. Someone that I, uh, like have to have to chase after someone that I long to, you know, dance with myself. Yeah, for sure. Right. And, yeah. uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. No, it's, I get it's, it. It's, yeah. it's interesting. Well, and it's a beautiful, oh my God, it's so beautiful. Right. And it's just a portion of the story. But I'm surprised which is really cool. too. You know, like he does just give sort of the cliff notes here, but he gives, he gets into, you yeah. know, um, Morgoth essentially right yeah yeah like sauron was just i mean we mentioned sauron here actually yeah. surprisingly yeah um and then he was just a servant to morgoth doesn't yeah. really say that but that's essentially i, I believe him right in that yeah I, no I, it says right there much. of whom sauron of mordor was was but a but a servant was but a servant too yeah. okay yeah yep um you know and, and so ang talking about angband and, and, the, and, the, and the war going on between yeah. between that kingdom you know and um the uh did did you hear that darwin Okay, not sure. Oh. Probably. <laughs> okay. Jeez, dude. <laughs> Knife in the dark. That's your chair squeaking. Is that my chair? I was wondering. Good what that was. lord. We've got headphones on, so I can't tell. <laughs> oh my gosh. Gosh, we mentioned like Morgoth, and I got all freaked out. No kidding, man. Gee, don't Christmas. don't say that name. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it anymore. Stay outside by the fire here. <laughs> okay, but it's um, yeah. So so he has to go kind of get back one of the you know Silmarils mm-hmm. and. Actually, does I think mm-hmm. um, get it back, and then ends up, you know, um, 
It's the it's not the dowry is the wrong word. It was it's what he had to achieve to earn to, right, exactly to earn Luthien. There it is. Yeah. Yes. And it's interesting too because we I mean we don't know this yet. So uh, there's a character in this story who also has to achieve something in order to uh, um, like I don't know um, to earn the love of the one he lo- uh, like to yeah. earn earn the yeah. I know what you're saying. Earn his prize. His, yeah, for sure. The, the love of his life to, to be able to have that blessing from someone, he has to earn something too. So if you haven't read it before, that's why I'm not going to just come out and say it. But but you know who we're talking about. Um, so it's this, and this this is a very uh, this is, is directly related to Strider. This is something that that he himself relates to because well, yeah, because he's of that line, isn't right? He? That and he's lineage. also in love. We yeah, we learn that later. Yeah, well, and actually, Elrond. Elrond, right? Yeah, yeah is, they, is a descendant talk, of Baron and Luthien. Right. So, yeah. I mean, that, that's and they talk about the and that's the, why he's Elrond, half Elven. Exactly. Is yep. because of yeah, right. Yeah. So, anyways, it's a really good little history lesson, and uh, I think it's something that, so cool that you and I are going to try to. They, they talk about the kings of Numenor. Yeah. Here, right. Yeah. Um, it's it's just and it's so cool how this location is is summoning all these stories too. Yeah. It's directly related. It's. Yeah. Yep, so cool, dude. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is probably the the presence of, yeah, or just yeah, like you said, the proximity to Weathertop. Yeah, and, and and the kingdoms, and then who they're with too. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. this 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 ranger. Right. Okay. Oh my gosh, this next. Yeah. I love. The, I'm sorry. I love this next part. So he's talking about all this history about the kings of Numenor. Yeah. And Westernese, and then this part. I want someone to do a piece of art of this, and I don't think I can do it. I want someone to do it. Okay. As Strider was speaking, they watched his strange, eager face, dimly lit in the red glow of the wood fire. His eyes shone, and his voice was rich and deep. Above him was a black, starry sky. Suddenly, a pale light appeared over the crown mm-hmm. of Weathertop behind him. Yeah. The waxing moon was climbing slowly above the hill that overshadowed them, and the stars above the hilltop faded. Golly. So literally, Gosh, there's this vision it. of, and I imagine the way, especially the way Weathertop looked in the films, it kind of looked like a crown. Have you know? You, I've, and it's behind him, and and it's like this, this like fulfillment of a glimpse of 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 his destiny. I've never ever no caught that. I didn't before reading it. Yeah, this this past time, it was amazing. And and the hobbits are just like, wow, right? Wow, yeah. they're getting these glimpses of, mm-hmm. yeah. My gosh, the imagery is insane. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. Unreal. It's it's so cool. Unparalleled. And then also just the 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 juxtaposition of what what the uh kingdoms of men used to be mm-hmm. and what they can be again. Yeah. Yep. And then that rising well, of the moon. It's just it's just so it's I, so cool, dude. One of the words it's it comes down to word choice too. We're back we started the chapter this way. Yep. We're back into it is yep. his Come on. His get it. eager get it. face. Oh. Uh, yeah. Telling this story and thinking back to the great wars and yeah. the things that happened and the great evil, you know, and they talk about this being Gandalf's time, his great task. Yep. This is also yep. Aragorn's great task. And this is his time. This is a difference. This is a difference that, that many people have pointed out to me too. That I, I understand why it's a difference, but it's worth talking about. So mm-hmm. Strider in the in the in the movies and Aragorn in the movies is very reluctant mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, to this task. He yeah. feels like he's he's gonna fail, and he's he's almost kind of burdened by that. Yeah. And while he, in the in the books, Strider Aragorn feels the same way. There's this eagerness. 
Yeah. Yep. There's this desire to uh, to redeem and and fulfill the prophecy, right? And to fulfill right. his purpose. He's he's less scared of it and more just ready to get to it. Like it's something he's he yep. he he knows is what he's supposed to do. Yeah. So anyway, there's a little more I love it. a little more confidence there, I think, in in the character in the book. He 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 knows that this is What's going to happen? Heck yeah. And that's the reason there's an eagerness there. Heck yeah. Yeah. It's Gosh. pretty cool. I mean, I understand why they do that in the movie. I understand why they make him a little yeah. more reluctant and like, and like, uh, there's no eagerness there. Sure. Really? Yeah. In, in, in Viggo Mortensen and Aragorn, there's not a lot of eagerness at all. Sure. It's all like, I don't know if I can do it. I'll do it if I have to. Right. Um, you know, which is, is probably more dramatic for film. Obviously, he's not going to, I think, I think if, if you show that in the movie, he might seem a little more arrogant. Mm-hmm. And that's the last thing you want Strider and Aragorn to be. Yeah, he's right. this. He is this um, unexpected. Um, at least visually, when we see him as Strider, he's he's not, he's uh, you know um, he, he's, he's not someone you would picture to be. He's a, a scoundrel, he right? He looks yeah. like a scoundrel, a, a rascal. Who he will become right, yeah. right. Yeah. And so, yeah, For sure. cool stuff, dude. That's really cool, cool stuff. Yeah, that that whole scene. Someone please paint, draw that. Yes. Oh my gosh, send that. Uh, I mean, it could be. Oh. A, let's make that the next sticker. Absolutely. Yeah. That'd Katie, cool. can you do that for us? That'd be awesome. Katie's like, whoa, you guys are really no, come on, guys. <laughs> um, okay, so so you know, this, as the story ends, mm-hmm. right, we'll come back to the history lesson. We'll talk more about it on, on, our, on our Patreon series this summer. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to that. I am too. It's going to be a lot of fun. Honestly, it's going to be a lot of digging yeah. deep. Um, I have more time with you, which sucks, but, which you know. Yeah, that's unfortunate, you but too. we'll figure it out. <laughs> right. Um, so Strider, he's, he's again watching the moon. Uh, you know, he's watching things intently. Sam and Pippin or I'm sorry, Sam and Mary walk away for a little bit. And, and actually Frodo, it gets, it gets quiet. It gets mm-hmm. still again. Mm-hmm. He, he feels a cold dread creeping, creeping over his heart. Yes. Right. Strider is no longer speaking. Yeah. Sometimes that spoken word and these, it was keeping evil. Exactly. At, these at stories. Bay. Exactly. Yes. yes. You know, the songs keep these things at bay. Just things to note. Right. 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 Um, and then all of a sudden Sam and Mary come r- running back. Right. And, uh, did Gosh, you, can't you just imagine this yeah. intensity? It goes, it just boom, boom, right? Just yep. Here we go. Did you see anything? Asked Frodo, springing to his feet. No, sir, I saw nothing, um, but I didn't stop to look. I saw something, said Mary, or I thought I did. Away westward, where the moonlight was falling on the flats beyond the shadows of the hilltops, I thought there were two or three black shapes. They seemed to be moving this way. Yeah. Right, and the strider's trying to tell them to keep the fire close. Faces outward. Face outward, you yeah. know, um, for a breathless time, a breathless there time. Again. Right? Um, they sat there silent and alert, okay? They've got this, I think they've got their, yeah, I imagine them having torches, but it says they have these, this wood, sticks. right? Sticks yeah. right now. Ready to, I guess, like, ready in to place light. of swords. Yeah, and I would, I would Or, imagine. yeah, to light. Yeah, yeah right, sure, sure. Yeah. It's a little different, right? The movieisms saturated us, And but, can you imagine, too, like, um, the, it, it, like when you... Obviously, when you're away from a fire and looking towards a fire, everything's illuminated. Mm-hmm. When your face, when your back is to a fire and you're looking out, it's not easy to see stuff. No, nope. It's hard. Yep. And you're fully silhouetted. Yeah. Like someone approaching you, if you're faced, uh, you know, you're back to a fire, they can see you totally. Right. So I mean, even even though the, the the fire is their friend, something could rush up on them in no time and be there. Right. Yep. It's a, it's a precarious uh, situation they're in. Okay. And, and, and you know, I think all, I think 
because we don't have much left here. I think I'm going to read just, this dude, a little it, bit. Exactly. I mean, it's because like there's it's, less than a page left, and it goes. It goes so fast. Oh, my gosh. Over the lip of the little dell on the side away from the hill, they felt, rather than saw, mm-hmm. a shadow rise. One shadow or more than one. They strained their eyes, and the shadows seemed to grow. Soon, there could be no doubt. Three or four tall black figures were standing there on the slope, yeah. looking down on them. So black were they that they seemed like black holes in the deep shade behind them. Frodo thought he heard a faint hiss as of a venomous breath and felt a thin, piercing chill. Then the shapes slowly advanced. Gosh, dude. Yeah. Um, Can we read some too? Yeah, yeah. We'll trade paragraphs. Okay. Terror overcame Pippin and Mary, and they threw themselves flat on the ground. Sam shrank to Frodo's side. Frodo was hardly less terrified than his companions. He was quaking as if he was bitter cold. Again, there we go. But his terror was swallowed up in a sudden temptation to put on the ring. Yep. The desire to do this laid hold of him, and he could think of nothing else. He did not forget the barrow, nor the message of Gandalf, but something seemed to be compelling him to disregard all warnings, and he longed to yield, not with the hope of escape or of doing anything, either good or bad. He simply felt he must take the ring and Mm -hmm. put it on his finger. He could not speak. He felt Sam looking at him as if he knew that his master was in some great trouble. Jeez. God, man. But he could not turn towards him. He shut his eyes and struggled for a while, but resistance became unbearable. And at last, he slowly drew out the chain and slipped the ring on the forefinger of his left hand. The yep. one thing we don't want him to do. No, we don't want and him to do he feels that. like an unstoppable... Mm-hmm. Compel, compelling thing. urge. Is, is there more to this th- than than what we realize? Mm. That which you just read. Mm-hmm. Is there more to the idea that he is feeling this urge to put it on? Okay, he did not forget the barrel, nor the the message of Gandalf. But something seemed to be compelling him to disregard all warnings. Now I understand the ring, yeah, the power of yeah. Sauron, yeah. right? All these different things. Is there any advantage in him putting this on here, though? This is my question. You know, with like he can now see them. Right, he does plunge forward. Yeah, that's a good point. And makes and makes and makes a so mark. So maybe this is. I, I don't I, know. So maybe this is. Oh, I mean, now you're now you're 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 piquing my interest. With, I'm messing with you now. No, just, you know, because now I'm thinking, is this the ring, or because we know the outcome of this, is this a force of good? A seed in his mind of 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 like, this is what you should do. To, right. escape, to escape the situation, yeah, or, I, or aid the situation. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I think most people want to think on this. Yeah, it, it makes sense right. that it's it's right. Sauron, power of the ring, trying that's to. A, I never would have thought of that. Right dude. That's there, a great they're surra- thought. They're surrounded, though. Right, they're already surrounded. The ring is right there. Right, right. they know where they are. Uh, what else? I mean, what else do you need? I mean, right. it's 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 it is uh, pulsating this. Yeah. It's uh, its own presence. I guess by putting it on, Frodo. It, the pulse goes even and they can then maybe then they, hone can, in they can hone in directly on right. him and but you're right that. though it also gives him an advantage it does give him that's a slight very interesting because he can that's see very interesting it does give him an advantage yeah, and, and I think he he plunges forward and he's actually able to, to act let's um, let's see let, let me okay desperate he threw his own sword um, let's see and it seemed to him that it flickered red as if it were uh, a firebrand yeah. Two of the figures halted. The third was taller than the others. His hair was long and gleaming. So he can now see them in like this uh-huh. white. You know, uh-huh. They're now very clear to him. Yeah. Uh, and on his helm was a crown. In one hand, he held a long sword, and in the other, a knife. 
Both the knife and the hand um, that held it glowed with a pale light. He sprang forward and bore down on Frodo. So this is this is they're, they're coming at him. So yeah. go ahead and finish it off for us. At that moment, Frodo threw himself forward on the ground, and he heard himself crying aloud, "O Elbereth Githoniel!" And at the same time, he struck at the feet of his enemy. A shrill cry rang out in the night, and he felt a pain like a dart of poisoned ice pierce his left shoulder. Even as he swooned, he caught. Even as he swooned, he caught, as through a swirling mist, a glimpse of Strider leaping out of the darkness with a flaming brand of wood in either hand. With a last effort, Frodo, dropping his sword, slipped the ring from his finger and closed his right hand tight upon it. I don't know. I'm just very taking... different from the film. Yeah. I'm. Yep. It is. It is. I'm just taking a different. Oh, dude, I love it. I love what you're saying. I know people. You know, and, and, and oh, say what say? you want. Who's it, to say? It's. There's it's no just... right. There's no wrong here. Well, I just think it's interesting. I, I don't, I, because I, 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 to me, you know, I am saturated with the films, as I right. think a lot of people are, and to see. Well, but him, the, but the films is different though, as I know, I know, yeah. Well, it, what I'm saying is, is he he puts it on the films, and he is overpowered. There is yes. no advantage in the film, right? Here he puts it on, and for some reason he doesn't even know why necessarily. Right, they're they're, they're he, difficult. He stabs to see. Yeah, the, the, and now he can see them better. Right. And he can actually, but he uses it, or something uses him. Yes, to, because to even while he has the, as the ring on, he's still crying out a battle cry, right? And he's right plunging, he's diving forward and plunging, right? You know, the exact um, opposite of what he does in the movie. In the movie, he, he cowers. A, yeah, because he pulls out, he pulls out his sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right into right. the right into the foot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And he hears a shrill cry. You know what I mean? Like he causes this this black rider some pain. Right. Yeah, doesn't go down, you know, without a fight. It's it's amazing for sure. So now we're left on a cliffhanger. What happens to our our Mister Frodo? Ugh. We know Strider's going to kick some ass. Thank God. Yep, because he's the man, and he's using the fire to. And we, you know, of course, we have those images from the film in our head of yeah of him coming in and just mm. absolutely. You know, dropping. God, I almost don't want the fire to end, but uh, I can leave that if you want. No, it has to. It has to. Does it? I'm there, they're it still around it. Just. Yeah, we'll just leave it right there. You're okay, gonna awesome. Some, you're going to read uh, what do we have here. Yeah, oh, my so, gosh. Okay. <laughs> cool Connection. Yeah. Uh, we, we've, we've talked. We'll, we'll come back to Cool Connections, which I yeah. think we're going to tie into our Patreon series. So, again, um, you know, just a quick little plug here. If anybody wants to check out, we're covering, I think. What this, is Patreon? Is? I, it's, it's just a place where you can support the this humble podcast. You can come support the show. It's really what it is. We toss a few rewards your way. Um, the best book club in the world. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, it is what it is. So, uh, but we'll, we'll continue the history lessons that we had here. We'll continue on Patreon uh, there. So there okay. we go. Okay. okay. Into the Bywater Post. Now we have asked that you guys send your, um, your, um, you know, Bywater Post, um, you know, just your, your Tolkien stories to us on um, an unexpected pod at gmail.com. So if you guys send those there, uh, then we will read them. Uh, and we've had plenty of, I think, Lane and I are going to sit down at some point, and we're going to try to go over Bywater Post, go over Facebook, and kind of comb back through, you know, some of the ones we might have missed. If we have missed something, if we've missed a Bywater Post um, on the Facebook group or anywhere else, you know, just shoot us an email at an unexpected pod uh, at gmail.com. So again, that's an unexpected pod at gmail.com, and and we'll get that and we'll read it. You know, for right now, I think this week we have one. It's pretty long. We have another one as well, but we're going to save that for next week because it is also 
very long, and I, and, I, and I like them. So we want to take our time with these. And if we have enough, again, Lynn and I have mentioned we'll do we'll definitely do a standalone episode with some of them too because we love to hear your stories and get your guys' thoughts. So, um, okay, this first one is actually from uh, Cindy Kirk, uh, who sent us who sent us uh, um, a letter here. Uh, Hello, gentlemen. First of all, loving the podcast. Thanks for putting it all together and making it so fun to listen to. I'm enjoying. Uh, the banter and the, divi- the, the diverse approaches you guys take to unpacking Tolkien's treasures. Thank you. We really appreciate wow. that. Yeah. Um, I came. What a line. To Lord of the Rings <laughs> by way of the flu. That's a line that I'm I'm intrigued. Well, me too. Have? Me too. So it's rather embarrassing because I have a degree in English literature, but my studies never led me to Tolkien. When the movies came out, um, I had uh, I had uh, I just had my first daughter and my second uh, followed. Uh, closely behind, I held, uh, I held to the ridiculous standard that I must read the books before seeing the movie. That's pretty okay, cool. Okay, cool. Um, due to that ridiculous standard, I refused to see the movies. When I got the flu this past April, I was struck. I was stuck on the couch for several days, um, and just thought, "Why am I punishing myself?" I started watching the Hobbit trilogy first, and plowed through the Lord of the Rings trilogy next. Uh, it made it a lot easier to understand the background of the Lord of the Rings characters. Hmm. Yeah. Um, it was also well done that I was inspired to finally to finally read the books. Um, I've read through The Hobbit, and I'm now halfway through The Two Towers. Uh, wow. I'm also backtracking a little to reread along with the podcast. Awesome. We're excited to hear that. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, <laughs> where, where has this story been all my life? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I love the open-minded uh, possibilities for interpretation that uh, Tolkien has left for us. Preach that. Right. I love it too. It's like he encourages you to use your imagination. Right. Um, Let's see here. So, Miss Kirk has some good good thoughts on Tom Bombadil. Why was it included when it seems a bit disjointed from the rest of the work? Uh Dude, I actually had not read that. We talked about this earlier. Mm -hmm. Straight up, I had not read this but when we talked about that. So, Mm -hmm. I kind of do these. I do a quick glance there to make sure there's nothing... Completely ridiculous and, and profanity and you know crazy stuff like that and uh, you know but I, I I didn't dive into this because I was I was excited about it but yeah we talked about that why, why is it so disjointed right from mm-hmm. the rest of the work okay yep. um here we go hope Tom rescued them and nourished them up to this point the hobbits have endured a pressing and ever increasing threat even the air around them was hostile personally I was glad to see a ray of hope to pierce the ominous darkness mm. okay. Let's go a little deeper here. Good versus evil. Neither Tom nor the Barrow Whites were subject to the powers and influence of the ring. Tom was radiant, joyful, exuding song and light, while the Barrow Whites were the dark opposite. Mm -hmm. Another reason Tolkien may have included these two opposing forces in this chapter was to um, personify the powers of good and evil, battling for the destination of the ring and ultimately Frodo's soul. That's interesting. Very interesting. But the question here, who is Tom? I believe Tom is an illustration of God. I believe Goldberry is the huh, bride. That sounds familiar. The bride, yeah. I believe Goldberry is the bride of Christ, the church. Um, God loves us and considers us Oh, that's interesting. Precious. I hadn't thought of it. Yeah, okay. Right, okay. Huh. Um, wow, you have to help me with this one. Tom's singing reminds me of, is that a book in the Bible? I'm guessing it is. Let me look here. Yeah, sorry. That's okay. Okay, it's, it's a I. I just can't. Zephaniah, it. awesome. Yeah. I, okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. The Lord, 
Okay, so this is, I think this is a quote from, yeah. So, the Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you and will rejoice over you with singing. Okay? Yeah. Um, the way Tom took care of the hobbits reminds me of Psalms, uh, you know, 23, 1 through 5. Mm-hmm. Um, this is neat. So, she has it kind of broken down by mm-hmm. what's actually said. Um in the scriptures there, and then some some connections to each line. So, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall. The, the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. Tom provides for them um, lovingly in his home. Mm-hmm. Okay? He makes me lie down in green pastures. Many references to green in this chapter, and them, I'm adding in, lying down, right? Yeah. He leads me beside quiet waters. More water references. He restores my soul. After the hor- horrible Barrowite incident, the hobbits were remarkably and almost instantly restored. He guides me along the right paths for his namesake. Tom and Goldberry gave them navigational guidance. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Um, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table bef- uh, before in the presence of my enemies. Yeah, it's very interesting. <laughs> Inter- interesting how often the hobbits had restorative meals amidst the chaos. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Um, yeah, so that is actually some really interesting thoughts. I think that is interesting. And I, I, I you know, <laughs> never wouldn't have made that connection. So that's that. That's just another perspective, though. Yes. You know, where, where and, the text reminded someone yeah. else it made, you know, yep. connections to or alluded to references yes. to something, you know. And this is something awesome that Tolkien believed in. Uh, people people would try to... Uh, and thank you, Cindy Kirk, by the way. Yes, thank Appreciate you very that. much. And are you related to Ezra? We got to know. I don't think so. Um, well, but somewhere down the line. I, mean, I just don't know. I mean, the sure. Royal House of Scottish Garks. Yes. Uh, welcome to church. She must be good people. She's got to be. So She's a, she's a pastor, <laughs> preacher, you know, church, the house of church. Right. Um, so something that was... People would try, always try to say, okay, so... Um, uh, you know, the ring is a nuclear bomb and Saruman is Hitler and the orcs are Nazis. There were all these different things that people said, um, um, you know, this is clearly, Tolkien was leaving us an encrypted message for something, right? Allegory. Yeah. yeah. They believed that his work was allegorical. Okay. And Tolkien yep. always said, no, it's not. That's cool. That's, that's, that's what you think it is. He said, but, I believe in applicability. So instead of allegory, where I have this message, I write this book with a message, and you've got to figure out exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. He wrote. He intentionally wrote a story that could apply to almost anybody um, with you know their belief systems and, sure. and yeah. things in their own life, and even personally within their own lives. And and that is why that is why his story is so popular. Because no right. matter who you right. are, no matter what you, what you believe, no matter where you come from, uh, uh, what you think, his stories can apply to your life, and you can find that yeah. application. It's amazing. It's just amazing. So, and she is perfectly demonstrating this in the same way that we talk about how what the stories mean to us. Yeah, for sure. You know the yeah. um, yep uh, uh, the significance that certain characters have. Um, the 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 arc of the story, how we find similarities to things in our own lives and mm-hmm. in our own mm-hmm. belief systems too. And and I think I think it's beautiful. I mean it's amazing yeah. how he set up a story like that so that you can make those connections. 
Yeah. Without saying, yeah, this is exactly what he meant, but hey, this reminds me of this. Yeah. You know, when I think of Tom, I think, what are you looking at? Nothing. Keep going. Sorry. You're scaring the crap out of me. Uh, your light just flickered out by the garage. Oh, it does that. It's okay. possessed. Don't worry sure? about that. that that's it common. looked like somebody just walked right across the front of it. Shut up, dude. No. I'm just saying it flickers. No, it flickers. It, okay, it, it okay. shorts out. We're going to go out there for a sniff of air, uh, so we're going to find it out. It shorted out, so I'm sorry. Okay. It really did freak me out. Sorry. Okay. Um, I'm ranting anyway. No, no, no. I think Lord, you're... I, I, I was born around yes, with you were. Yes, you were. No, but I think, you know, like you said, Cindy's story and her connections here, you know, it doesn't matter. I mean... It's a great connection if it makes so you think of that. If it takes you there, yeah, yeah, it's it took us all the whole the whole story of Pom, Tom Bombadil consumed me for a while. It was taking me in all sorts of different yeah. directions, you know, yeah. down some some crazy paths. And I mean, yeah. we had people talking about uh, the opposite of that, and that mm-hmm. Tom was this evil we, we, servant. Evil servant. We had yeah. this theory that that it was like like it, it seemed all <laughs> yeah you know glittery and gold, right? And it yeah. seemed all good and stuff, but it was all surface, and there was something deeper yeah that we were, it was far, subtle far underneath sinister. and i don't yeah. know you know it was it was, yeah. it was it was a different take so i love this i really i really do it's so cool so again guys uh don't forget to send uh, you know send your tolkien stories you know how you got into tolkien your any connections you might have send those uh to our email it's just better for us to keep track of them there and unexpected at gmail.com um if you if it's on the facebook group page no worries because we know people if you were listening in the first couple episodes yeah we talked about this before yeah, yeah. We, we sent you to the facebook page and it just didn't realize that it'd be so hard to find well there's just so many different places you can leave your story yes. and so, it's kind of hard to, to to keep track of all right yeah so so please just keep sending those to an unexpected pod we yeah. have one next next uh fortnight um or maybe next week that we will share uh from sean uh, it's a little bit longer as well, so we're going to kind of keep that and, and hold off on that. So, yeah, please send those, and, and we're looking forward to, to discussing them. As something I neglected, too, that I want to make sure we fit in real quick here, even though it's in the wrong order, is um, mm-hmm. reactions from the previous chapter. Okay, sure, yeah, yeah, which yeah. We, we, yeah which we wanted get. to get right into that chapter. We forgot to forgot to read over those, so there's some cool stuff. Um, Michael Upshaw, playing to our, uh, mm-hmm. playing to our humor here, uh, hilarious. He just said on the chapter of, of uh, Strider, I think he sounds shady and probably shouldn't be trusted. They should ditch him and head east by themselves, sticking to the road. <laughs> Maybe they can get the help from that Fernie fellow. He seems resourceful. Oh so just I thought that was hilarious, man. That's like It sounds like okay. something we would write. So well done, Michael. That's beautiful. Yep. And then Emma Rose Kolk. Man, I was blown away by this. I had I remember reading this yeah. and had totally forgotten. And she she took me right down memory lane, man. It, it was so cool. She said, "Here's a fun fact." And I'm sure you've heard this. Yeah. Sure. I had heard it and I'd forgotten all about it, man. Okay. Originally, Strider was going to be a hobbit named Trotter. Oh yeah. Yeah. So many things would have been different if Tolkien had stuck with that idea. And I just went I was like, "I can't believe I forgot yeah. that. That's such a cool fact. Thank you for bringing that back to my mind." And then Elodie, oh my gosh, Boutillon, mm-hmm. Boutillon, I, I, you I'm it. sorry, Elodie, cool. I can't see your last name. Yeah. Um, a few weeks ago, I uh, read The Treason of Isengard, The History of the Lord of the Rings, which is pretty much Christopher Tolkien's uh, presenting his father's drafts. And it was so much fun to hear about all the alternative names and ideas he had, he had and how it changed over time. And it is cool, especially when... I guess how Christopher Tolkien kind of gave us that insight with how much stuff ch- changes. Yeah. You think about when you write anything, you're always making revisions. You're always making um, 
you know, you're always making editing choices and it's funny to see how stories change. And so Emma said, you know, any more that stood out and we haven't heard back from Elodie. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. that she, yeah. Elodie, please give us some more. So yeah, that yeah, I can, yeah. cause it's, it's got me intrigued. I want to read this now. So, yeah, sure. Sure. And also I have to apologize. There was one from like three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, at the sign of the prancing pony, Tara Lynn left her, um, her reflection on a, on a different thread and I didn't read it. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, you posted it in the group, didn't you? Because th- we're going to post those on so. the on the podcast page. So, yeah. not to confuse people. No, so. she just, it was, what I did was I posted the fact that our new um, chapter was out. Okay. And she posted oh, on she that instead of your yeah. thread. Oh, okay, so, okay, okay, so okay. And I didn't read it and she was like, hey, like, was this not the thread? And I was oh. like, oh my gosh. Sorry. Yeah. So I wanted to read hers. Thanks, thanks for calling Lane out. <laughs> I know, right? I'm just kidding. I was, I was kind of, you know, it's a little deceitful. You deserve there. it. Um, but I wanted to read what she said. So this was on At the Sign of the Prancing uh, Pony, a reflection on that. She says, okay. I love how throughout the text we are given clues that Middle Earth is a long ago version of our Earth. In chapter three, we were reminded that we see the same constellations in the sky, even though they have different names. Our Orion is there. Manel Makar. Our um, Pilates are their netted stars. In this chapter, we are told that a beloved children's rhyme was actually written by Bilbo himself, something that Emma Rose also pointed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Although it changed very much as it came down through the ages. Yeah. Did anyone else notice that the, uh, there is an inn, a merry old inn song is meant to be the source material for the mother goose rhyme or poem. Hey, diddle diddle. Yeah. Pretty cool. Well, yeah, you, yeah, I think it's, I don't think about it often, and I'm glad that that she's able to remind mm-hmm. us of that because, yeah, it is it is meant to be this you know long time ago version yep. you know yep. lore yep. for us. And Tolkien always said he was so. creating a mythology for England. Yeah, you know, we've talked about this before how they they had had influences from other um, you know from different um, occupancies or, or you know uh, migrations into England, but mm-hmm. very few yeah. of their of their um, Myth, uh, myth, myths are from originated from there. They came right. from other places. Is what I'm saying. Sure. So he wanted to create that as this is, you know, a history that really happened long ago in England. Right. right. So that makes sense how he worked that in. It's it's genius actually. Okay. And then Michael Charles also said, "Great episode. This chapter and Strider are two of my favorite chapters in Fellowship. You guys nailed the background in music. I've heard that particular song a time or two in various taverns <laughs> around Skyrim." Nice ear, Michael. Good That's exactly call. where it came from. <laughs> Boromir has—he's uh, got an ear for that. So, mm-hmm. well done, my friend. Yeah. Um, All right. Okay. Yeah. Awesome, guys. Okay. Uh, really appreciate the comments. We—it's—it's it's not a club unless we get you know your guys' thoughts and, yeah, and, right. and theories and just some right. some intake you know from from you know your consumption of the of the of the chapter. So yeah. Do some strawberries with cream. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. finally, we've had a confrontation with oh the Black God. Riders. If you could fight any villain in Middle Earth, who would you face down and why? Yeah. So I guess I'm going to go first here. And um, Lane always writes in something. Should I just read this? No, it's for us. Is it for us? Well, okay. and uh, patrons can see it. Okay, patrons, it. patron can see this. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> this is a little raunchy, so I'm not going to read it. Lane always writes something in. He always, he always fills my answers in for me. It's ridiculous. Just to see if you're actually um, reading this part. Yeah, I, I, I'm mm. reading it now. Oh, and, oh, oh. Uh, yeah. Who I, would you face down as? Uh, myself. No. Um, fight yourself? I fight myself. I'm in the story. <laughs> um, Saruman. 
Okay. Did you read my answer? What? No. What's that even mean? You know, you know what that means. Oh yeah. Okay. What? So I didn't read your answer. I'm sorry. Okay. So I you'd not. fight Saruman. Yeah. Why? Uh, well, just because he's a wizard, man. Yeah, and I am as well, and I think I could take him. Okay. And I okay. would come to I would come to Gandalf's rescue, and you know I'd okay. get, I'd get the boys back together, and I'd whoop him. Okay. Okay. You gonna get the blue wizards on your side? Yeah, well, now, I don't really Puglia. trust them. I don't really Radagast. I I trust, but I don't really the blues. I don't really know where Patchouli what's going is on. one of them, right? Patchouli yeah. is that one of the names? Yeah, Just joking. I, great call. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I don't. Okay, okay. If I had to pick somebody, I mean, if I had to pick somebody else, no, I, Saruman's good. You sure? Okay. Yes. I mean, yes. I'd love to square up against Sharky. Okay. Because of what he did, and you guys know what he did. Maybe some of you don't, but he destroyed my home. So, and as a hobbit, I I want to kick his ass. Okay. Apologies. I like it. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> Here's a random thought Fair. for strawberries with cream. Sure. I, dang it, dude. I had someone in my mind who could play a Radagast in the show. And really? it was perfect. And you would, oh, here you go. Yes, thank you. I was laying down in Winnie's room. Sarah was putting Winnie to sleep. And I caught the Luke Skywalker um bobblehead thing that you bought her yeah the old luke skywalker yeah 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 how do you think mark hamill would do as radagast holy smokes man that'd be crazy wouldn't he be awesome that would be crazy i think he might be the best i think he might outdo sylvester mccoy honestly yeah do you know who um wow let me think here no i think i think mark hamill would be great because he can do a british accent he's kooky obviously he plays the joker Mm-hmm. I'm thinking for the show, man. If they if Radagast gets worked in there somehow, call up Mark Hamill. Let's do it. Oh my gosh! Wait for eight, pine for nine. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think here. What, what, what the, are you uh, What are you doing over there? I'm There's a lot th- of glare on your glasses. Is there? Oh my gosh! Uh, I can't even think of his name. Never. Mind, I'm not. I'm not cool. Gonna, because if I mention it, people are gonna cool be like, "Sorry, bro." Yeah, cool. Cool story. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm gonna say it, but I can't. Um, okay, I'll just go ahead and say it. Okay, it's it's the potions master. I get Slughorn. Oh my gosh, the guy oh, who from plays... Princess Bride. No, yeah. stop it. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's it's, only uh... mostly dead. Right. Yes. Yeah, that guy, um, Billy Crystal. You know what I'm talking about? So the uh, I don't professor... know what the potion master is. is that a Potterhead thing? Yeah. So it's in it's in uh, Half Blood. Whatever the guy who plays Half-Blood him, Blood Prince, not Half Blood. Whatever. Did you just whatever over a, a Harry Potter I title? I think it's Broadbent, Jim. Jim is Broadbent, yeah, yeah, for sure. He's okay. he's the um, uh, magician's nephew in yes, Chronicles of Narnia. Exactly. Yeah, right. I, I always like to have like like Tim. I like him too. He's cool. That'd be kind of cool. weird. He kind of yeah. freaks me out a little bit. Yeah, it's great. I think that's what Radagast is. Demon possessed? I think he might be. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is that enough? Can we do an appendices right now? You can tell we're gearing up for an appendices. We're ready right for now it, guys. This right is a little taste end, of right at the end of the episode. You know what? So. As I, should we should we give the people what they want? Should we? release an appendices not on patreon would you guys like that yeah let us know i mean we could oh lord we could release an appendices to get you a taste a g-rated we, one? i always I always give a little teasers just to kind of like you know lane does a really good intro to our appendices which i think he could he could share right now i taste guys it's julian here <laughs> <laughs> That's enough, and that's and that's all you'll get. <laughs> I'm sorry. Julian is becoming like a like he's one of my characters he, now. Uh huh. I like yep. doing his voice. We need a shirt 
for Julian. We need to. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. Because that is Yes, you. we do. Every time we warm up, any of the bloopers, guys, you'll notice there's <laughs> he comes and goes on this. Julian uh, on is, this a, podcast. is transparent, yes. I've been so. coming to him more Yeah. Yeah. Coming so. to drink at his well more more recently. Yeah, lately. you have been. Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. Hey, this has been a this has been a wonderful uh long episode. I thought we did, you know, get, got into some some deep dark corners of this chapter yeah. and I thought it was it was a lot of fun. We spent most of our time on the chapter. So we did. I think, I think people were really happy with that. I, I, I hope yeah, so. Feel good so, about that. Yep. You know, um, it's time to share the load though. We'd like you guys to come back um, and uh, you, when you're finished here in between that fortnight for right now until we start up, you know, the weekly show which we're still working on trying to figure that out. We're going to go sit around the fire tonight yeah. and, uh, and, and, and talk more about it. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash um... Up to oh token. my gosh! Wow, <laughs> and unexpected. <laughs> uh, Rebel Watch, um, Fire what, and Ice what story say? thong of it. What did I say? I don't know. I didn't say anything, did I? Are your feet on my me? Get, get, get off me! Cold. Get off me! Uh, but anyways, head over to uh, to, to Patreon.com. Links down in the in, in the description, <laughs> in case I jack it up again. <laughs> it's it is what it is, Lane. Okay, you know I don't know why you get it. Patreon.com slash hi. This is what I'm Lane. <laughs> Welcome to podcast. Oh my, <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways, we got over some there. cool stuff up there, some though. Some cool stuff. We got Eventually, some... I'm going to get back to um, there and back again. Up talking Tolkien. That's what I said. Yeah. We'll do that again. So um, yeah. that's coming. With this this summer, will give us a lot more time to. We need a new goal, too. We, we, if, if you're So if you're a patron yeah. and you're listening, um, hit us up if you would like a, a new goal. I mean, I don't know, archery contest, whatever. You guys let us know. We, we also kind of, as so a lot of you guys probably know what Drunk History is. It's a uh, Comedy Central show. I think it's Comedy Central where mm-hmm. uh, famous people get drunk and they tell stories in history and they just kind of get blurry. Mm-hmm. And then actors, it cuts away to actors playing that and like, you know, lip syncing exactly what they're saying. And it's hilarious. And so we thought, actually, Sarah came up with the idea. She was like, what if you did a drunk Middle Earth history? <laughs> you know, if we did something like that for you guys is that something you would want as a... That we might have to make that a, a larger Patreon goal because we'd have to do some filming with that. Yeah, yeah. But that could be pretty interesting, I think. That would be interesting. Um, some some uh, Something we could accomplish over the summer, I yeah, think, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah. definitely so, go check that thoughts, out there. Just, just a thought. Yeah. So, um, all right, we're gearing up for that appendices episode. Okay. Oh, boy. Uh, we've done the pop socket. We mentioned that. We're all good to go there. It's time for a Fortnite farewell, my friend. It's sad. It is. I don't want to. I don't want to go, but we have to. Is it going to be a fortnight before we talk to them again? I think it will be this time, and then um, we're going to look at that. Yeah, so we're going to do one more fortnight, I think, and then we're going to jump into the live show. we got a lot of work to do between now and then. So, Guys, Ezra is going to Florida, or as we like to call it in Ohio, Mordor. Mordor. Yeah. And um, I don't think he's ever coming back. I'm not coming back. Because he's leaving on a jet plane we don't know if he'll ever be back again i don't think he's coming back i think he's going to go get stuck into um the force world or whatever it is at disneyland that has world that has all the sabers and stuff yeah he's going to go try and convert kylo ren back to the light side and it's going to take years so if you never hear from us again after middle of june we love you guys it's been real You're ridiculous. But You're ridiculous. We want to thank you for stepping off the road with us. Our next episode will be digging deep into Chapter 12, Flight to the Ford. If you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, or leave a comment, or send us a shadow fax. He is, after all, the Lord of all communications. We'll see you in a fortnight, and remember, Frodo lives.
and once they did, they were a happy little people, and they walked in the valley of the graves. What? You're gonna what? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.